Welcome to the Raging Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Dixon, Kai Zabo, and Taylor McIntyre. What's up, you turkeys? And welcome to another episode of the Raging Takes Podcast. Today is June 3rd, 2023, and I am your host, Brian Dixon, joined as always with my co-host, Kai, the Commissioner Zabo, and Taylor McIntyre, a.k.a. Mac. What's up, boys? Salutations. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. I, I, didn't, I didn't expect the salutations. I like that. I think you should maybe start making that your thing, dude, your sign-on. Salutations, I'm feeling, everybody. Uh, I'm feeling a little... Uh... What's the word? I forget it. Okay. Um, so what, what's what's I, I always forget to do the episode number. Is this at eleven or twelve? This what episode is are we on? Episode eleven. This is episode eleven. Welcome in. We got a big show for you today. We're talking the Stanley Cup Finals, getting ready to start tonight. We got some NBA coaching news. We got NFL news. We got Raheem Morris being a hero. We got some Jimmy G controversy, maybe some Tom Brady rumors, a little bit more NFL stuff, MLB stuff. But today we, of course, will start with game one of the NBA finals. The Denver Nuggets go ahead in the series. They win game one, 104 to 93. Jokic has a triple double in his first ever finals game. 27 points, 14 assists, 10 rebounds, the most assists ever by a player in their first finals game. Jimmy Butler, 13 points, seven assists, seven rebounds, kind of had a lackluster game. The whole he offense did. I think Max Struess was 0 for 10 from the field, 0 for 9 from three. Uh, Jamal Ooh. Murray at 26 and 10. What did you guys think of game one of the NBA finals? Uh, did you have any takeaways? The Nuggets just look like the much better team, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nuggets look dominant. It's uh, scary, scary times if the Heat are going to keep on playing like that. Was it who else had a bad game? Was it Gabe Vincent? He kind of had a stinker. No, he actually had a decent game. I think Vincent was decent. Yeah, I think he had like 20 Martin, right? Caleb Martin had a bad game. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, So, yeah, they're going to need the role players to kind of step up like they have been in all their previous series to make this competitive. I mean, it looked like they kind of figured out some stuff on Jokic towards the end there, so that's something for them. But he's just, he can he can just not score and still help them win, right? So yeah, it's a uh, it's an gonna be a real interesting series. I like it so far. Guy, what did you think about Game One? Um, yeah, I mean the Nuggets just look like the far and better team. Yeah, a little uh, worrisome for the Heat here. I do see them still taking one game in this series at the most. But yeah, the size difference is pretty. Appa- yeah, the size difference is pretty apparent between these two you teams. S- so you're saying Nuggets in four or five? Yeah. It, oh wow! I know. I, I'm, a, I'm a, you know me. I'm a big uh, Jimmy Butler truther. But yeah, you were the, you were the Jimmy Heat Buckets, guy, were you? Were you the Heat guy? Hey, you were the Heat guy this whole game, time. Game one just destroyed your raging take for that has been going on for weeks now. No, it's still going. I mean, I'm gonna hold. Oh, I'm gonna sound like it. I'm gonna hold yeah, hope for it. You. But, Sound right. like a flippy flopper there, bud. <laughs> you sound like a like a sandal on a beach right now, dude. You flip yeah, flopping back and forth. Uh, another, a couple other stat lines. I said Murray had twenty six and ten. He also had six rebounds. Bam out of bio had a nice game, twenty six points, thirteen rebounds. A little nugget here, no pun intended. The Miami Heat had only two free throws the entire game. They went two for two. Uh, the Nuggets went sixteen for twenty from the free throw line. So. 
I guess we'll see. I, I I don't remember who the ref was for that game, but I, I guess we'll see what uh, who they throw out there for game two and see if it changes at all. Uh, also, Tyler Hero, there's rumors that he might come back. Uh, it's possible he plays in game two. They said that he will test a surgically repaired right wrist. So that would be huge for Miami if he can come back and be the normal Tyler Hero for sure. Right. Yeah, he's that three point shooter that could put them over the top that they could potentially need. Yeah. And Duncan Robinson is is pretty decent. I I, I think I, I would say he's like a poor man's hero. He's I, I think he's probably better than a, a, a poor man's version of hero. But he had a bad game the other night too. It's like if if Tyler Hero can step in and give them better numbers than Duncan Robinson, that's going to be a big thing. And maybe if Duncan Robinson can step it up too again because he had a couple of really nice games last round as well. So I think Tyler Hero coming back and playing well would be huge for the Heat. It would stretch out their offense a lot, and it would give Jimmy Butler another scoring threat. So if he comes back, I don't think I expect him to play game two, but I do expect him to be back by game three for sure. Um, what about expectations for game two? Uh, obviously, Kai just said that he he thinks that the Nuggets are going to probably win in four or five. So I assume that you think the Nuggets will win game two, Kai. But what do you think, Mac? Do you think that the Heat might come back and tie it up? Or do you think that the uh, Nuggets are going to come out and win in double digits again? Yeah, to expand about something I talked out about on a previous episode, I still think Eric Spolster is the best coach in the league right now, and he will make adjustments, and mm-hmm. it, they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. I think they're going to take at least two, probably their two home games, I would assume. Make it, I still little, think make it's, it interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with you, too, that Spo is the best coach in the NBA. I mean, uh, you know, put an asterisk next to to Pop, because, you know, he doesn't have a, a competitive team right now. If if the Spurs were in it, you know, Pop would be, would, would be up there, too, but... I think Spo is far and away the best coach right now. Uh, he was like a video coordinator for the Heat, like in the early 2000s. <laughs> and then he worked his way to become head coach. And now he's got his how many, dad got how him many that job too, right? I think I saw something. About is that, that what it is? He, he kind of started over in Europe or something like that. And his dad just was like a high end executive somewhere and just kind of got him a job. It's like doing that. And, you know, started from the bottom. Now he's here, man. That's, that's a awesome. that's a crazy story yeah that's awesome and it's like he's been to like what five or six finals now he has a few handful of rings it's like god damn man that's that, that's an awesome success story so i agree with you i expect spo to make some uh, adjustments i think the heat are going to tie the series up i still say nuggets and six but i think it's i think it's going to be better than what game one showed us for sure um i just also like to have it noted that my doubt in the heat is reverse psychology so i'm trying to it, i'm trying it. to psych mm. myself out here Reverse okay. psychology. Yeah. We'll let you uh, have it. I'll let you have it for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. If you we don't have anything else about the NBA finals so far, I guess we can move on to another NBA topic, which is Adam Silver's ominous comments about John Morant. Uh, he talked about this in a press conference the other day uh, ahead of game one of the finals. Uh, he said, quote, we've uncovered a fair amount of additional information. We probably could have brought it to a head now. But we've made the decision that it would be unfair to these players and these teams to announce that decision in the middle of this series. Very ominous. What do we think that means? Uh, uh, do we think that there's more videos of John Moran acting like a fool? Do we think that I, I don't even know? Is there going to be a lengthy suspension? What do you what do you think, Mac? I don't think we're going to get any of that. Kind of, I don't think we're going to get to know unless TMZ got their hands hands on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm thinking like a hefty, hefty fine and an even bigger suspension, maybe like half the season. Yeah, it, it sounds pretty scary for him. 
Honestly, the way that he's talking, it could even be like an indefinite suspension where it's just like uh, we'll we'll play it by ear <laughs> type of thing. We got we got to make sure that you can behave properly before we let you back in. Because they did this before, you know, he, the Grizzlies effectively suspended him from the team for a couple of games, what, a, a couple of months ago in the uh, right before the end of the regular season. And he came back and then, you know, a month later, he was back on IG holding the gun again. So it's like, obviously, that didn't work. So I, I don't I don't know what it is. Um, I, I don't know. Kai, what do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with uh, Max points here. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a big fine. Maybe. I'm I'm thinking it could be an indefinite suspension too. I mean, you just don't need players like this making the league look bad. Essentially, you know, they were trying to make him the face of the league, pretty much. You know, he's an up and coming young star and getting all these sponsorships, all that kind of stuff. Kids look up to him. You know, it's you know I hate to compare it to my guy here, but Fernando Tatis getting popped for Peds last year. It's like. You know, not the exact same type of situation, but when you have a young star who a bunch of kids will go up to, it's and then all this stuff comes out, it's like, you don't want that. And not to mention, he had that meeting with Adam Silver where Adam Silver felt like he could probably trust him, and then it was obviously just like straight lies to his face. So, yeah, not good for him, man. No, not at all. No, go ahead, guy. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, there's no rooms for thugs in this game especially like when you're like a multi-million dollar athlete and like max said you have people that look up to you yeah it's just a bad image for the nba to have these kind of people in the league and he he used like the excuse like he was under stress or like anxiety or something like that and and, and i don't want to i don't want to judge anybody for stuff like that because maybe he's telling the truth but and we all have our own like mental health issues that we go through day to day but that just seems like a, a very odd way to to combat uh, your mental health, right? And it's like just, <laughs> what, what's, what are you, what are you getting off on by posting a, a very small pistol on Instagram? You know, I, I, it's just, it's just weird to me. I, it's just a very odd situation all around. I, I don't know. And then like, you remember back to like when there was rumors that he had his friends, like go try to like jump the Pacers players and stuff like that. Just really weird vibes coming from that guy, man. I really hope he gets the help. Cause it, like, and a Max said, like, employee, you heard about that one? Yeah, and a Foot Locker employee, too. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, God, man, what are you doing? You know, so it's like, I don't know. He has all the talent in the world. Like Max said, they kind of are trying to, like, make him kind of like they were trying to kind of make him like the face of the league as his, like, up and coming point guard, you know, so he has still the potential to be that someday, but he's got to get his off the off the court business settled and handled. Uh, and I guess we'll just friends. see. What'd you say? I said he needs a new group of friends. Absolutely. He needs to surround himself with with a better group of, of people outside of basketball, for sure. So we'll move on now. A um, couple of coaching hires around the NBA. Uh, first off, the big one is this is my guy. I've been talking about him a lot for different jobs is Nick Nurse hired by the 76ers as the head coach. Looked kind of nervous in the press conference, too. I don't know if you guys saw, but when he was holding up the Sixers jersey or whatever, his like, hands were like shaking a little bit. I'm like, oh, a little, like, little jittery, huh, Nick? All right, all right. Little, little see the one where the, the reporter wouldn't let him get away with not answering the question, too? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, you didn't answer the question. He's like, uh... <laughs> About getting uh, James Harden back, and it's like, well, I think he's a good player, and he has a big decision to make. He's like, well, that's not answering my question. Yeah, <laughs> it is not answering. The answer is, I don't want James Harden on my team. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, we'll see when we get there. Like <laughs> my favorite Nick Nurse memory. This is the first time I ever saw Nick Nurse. He was an assistant coach for the Raptors. I don't remember if it was during a regular season game against the Cavs or a playoff game against the Cavs. But he was like, he was assistant coach, you know, so he's barking up a storm at one of the referees and he got a technical. The assistant coach got a technical from the bench 
And I, th- I think the, the Cavs had like a like a medium sized lead, like not not humongous, but like a decent one where you don't want to get a technical foul called, maybe like a six, seven point lead. And of course, you know, they hit both free throws and get the ball or whatever. And it kind of like ended the game for the Raptors and the look on Nick Nurse's face on the bench. It was just like, oh, fuck, I messed up <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a kid caught with his hand in the cookie jar type of type of look on his face. I was just dying laughing. It was so funny. And then he became their head coach and won a championship. I was like that fucking dork who <laughs> got, got called a Dion and on the bench as their head coach and won a championship. But honestly, he's a he's a tremendous coach. I thought he was going to go more towards maybe if the Boston job opened up or Phoenix. But 76, I honestly didn't even think about the 76ers. Not a bad fit there either. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he went in there and changed it. I think you got rid of James Harden, but that's my personal bias. I, I don't know how he personally feels about Harden, but I guess we'll see. Also, banger of a line that he dropped in the press conference. Quote, I don't vibrate on the frequency of the past. What a fucking Ooh. quote. What a li- that's, a, that's a rap bar right there, you dude. You need to get signed to a label, yeah. Good Lord. Uh, do you guys have any, have any thoughts about Nick Nurse of the 76ers? Let's start with Kai. Yeah, I kind of like the fit. I think it's a good fit. I do too. I, he's just a he's just a really good coach. I don't know, uh, Mac. Do you have any opinions about him? I know that your team uh, uh, faced him in the finals back in twenty nineteen. Yep, I obviously have a thing for coaches that are, you know, excellent at making adjustments, and that's you know he's a players' coach, and he's just he's big brain man. I, I mm-hmm. like him a lot. He's gonna fit in very well there. I like his situation too. I think he's inheriting a very good team. They just need that uh, extra oomph, you know. Oomph. I think Nurse is uh, is is thought of sometimes too as the guy who did the box and one against the Warriors in the finals. The you know crazy defensive scheme and it, it kind of worked, I guess. You know, I, I mean the Warriors were also very injured in that series, so it's kind of like just stop Steph Curry type of thing. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I've, I've always, I've always liked Nick Nurse. I, I, I thought that he's always been really good at adjustments. Like Max said, I think he's going to be really good for the 76ers. He's definitely an improvement on doc rivers. So I, I, I rather think have that, the hot nurse than the stinky old doctor, you know? Absolutely. Oh yeah. This, 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 <laughs> why do they have such an obsession with medical terms as a uh, head coaches? I didn't really think about that, but, uh, all right, well, I guess we'll move on to another coaching hire this time. Frank Vogel, the former Pacers, Magic, and Lakers frontman, hired by the Phoenix Suns to be head coach. Um, I, I honestly didn't hate this uh, that much. I, I don't think Frank Vogel's that bad of a coach, really. I mean, he's won a championship. I know it's, you know, it's a bubble championship, LeBron, blah, blah, blah. But he still won. Uh, I thought he was pretty good with the Pacers, too. Uh, maybe not so much the Orlando, but, I mean, who is good with Orlando? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about Frank Vogel to the Suns, Mac? I I don't know. It's like, when I think of Frank Vogel, for some reason, I think of, like, an uh, like a player's agent. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. It's so weird. Like, I, I don't feel like he's he's a player's coach. Like, so, like pretty much every other coach in the league is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know, maybe he'll make it work, but it it didn't feel like the direction I thought they were heading in, I guess maybe I'm wrong. Guy, what do you, what say you, uh, our resident Lakers fan? Uh, it's kind of like what you said. Yeah. I mean, he's won a championship and yeah, it was the bubble championship, but, um, I actually thought the Suns were going to take Nick nurse here. I would have liked that a lot as well, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a uh, it's so so. I mean, he's inheriting a good situation in Phoenix too. It just comes down to see how it, what he does with it, you know. I mean, 
KD and Booker. That's that's a that's a great situation, honestly. If you ask me, uh, yeah, I don't like I said. I, I, the, the, Can he handle it though? Is like the real question here. Yeah, true. the The talk amongst my friends who are Suns fans were not our first choice, but glad it's not Doc because they were heavily rumored to be in on Doc Rivers. So it seemed like that was probably the way they were going to go, and then they they shift last minute to Frank Vogel. I honestly don't think it's a bad choice. I don't think it's the best choice they could have made, but I do not think it's bad. I, 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 I'm not a huge Monty Williams guy, so I think it's personally, I think it's an improvement on Monty Williams. I don't think Monty's a bad coach, but I think he's on the same tier as Frank Vogel. Personally, I prefer Vogel, personally. Um, yeah. All right, if we don't have anything else about Frank Vogel, we'll move on to another coaching hire. This is Monty Williams to the Pistons. Um, I just ended up, uh, talking about him just now or saying that I'm not a big fan of Monty Williams, but he, he is a good young players coach. Um, he's a good mentor type guy. The Pistons have a very young team. They're going to be working their way into a playoff contender mode, hopefully for them in the next, I would say three years. They signed Monty Williams to a huge deal. I believe it's five for 72 with the chance of it being like six for a hundred or something with incentives. Um, crazy deal, by the way. That just seems like a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, for somebody, and I, I, another thing that my my son, I, I you know, take this with a grain of salt because it's not like these guys are insiders. But I have a couple sons fan friends. One of them said that he had he heard rumors that the Pistons were in on Monty Williams for a minute now. So it seems like this was their guy from the get go. Probably as soon as Phoenix let him go. I actually, like I just said, I was shitting on him, but I don't think it's that bad of a hire for the Pistons situation specifically. I don't like the contract. But for the next three, four years, I think you need somebody like Monty Williams to kind of like raise these young guys into being a contender and then go from there and see if you want to make a coaching change there. or If you want to keep it going with the, the core group you got. What do you guys think about Monty Williams to Detroit? Let's start with Kai this time. Yeah, no, I mean, like you kind of said, he's a good young players coach. They definitely need that right now. They need to build up uh, that nice young core, uh, just like build some culture there even. I mean, I think they're, they could be a team on the rise here in the next few years. They just they need a guy like that, though, for sure. Mac, what about you? Oh, yeah, it's uh, Cade Cunningham, exciting young player. James Wiseman, he's like the epitome of a guy who needs a Monty Williams, you know, like somebody who will believe in him and build him up and mm-hmm. build that trust, you know, because he, he came on a little strong. I was, you know, I was stat checking. I wasn't watching any games, but, you know, I hope he does well over there. The James Wiseman, I mean, so I think, yeah, I think he's going to be a great fit. They have a they have a pretty high draft pick this year too, right? I, I don't quite remember, they but um, yeah, I think it might be like top five or something. Let me, let me look that up real fast if I if I can. Uh, so there's another there's this one team fifth, left that doesn't. Ha- oh, nice. Yeah, so I was right. Um, so there's this one team left that does not have a coach yet, right? And that's the Raptors. Oh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I think they're uh, Doc Rivers. Oh, no. Oh, God, don't do it. Um, Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll move on now. Uh, I'm going to hand this one over to Kai because it's it's it's, this is more on. I I didn't read this. I I only know what is of you. And I didn't understand what you meant the first time. Now I'm now realizing as I read this again last night. So Jeff Van Gundy was talking about a rule change that he would like to see. This was like on a podcast or something, right? Yeah, it was would... either that or like okay. uh, ESPN kind of program, or I think it was just an article too. I mean, that's how I found out about it, and they were kind of talking about it on ESPN a little bit. But 
Yeah, he, he like revealed a radical rule change that he'd like to see in the NBA to tighten up games or like shorten them essentially. So first off, yeah, he wants to shorten the halftime significantly. He like there's like some kind of weird myth that he has about like halftime adjustments and strategies. So he wants to shorten that significantly. And he also wants to remove free throws completely until the final four minutes of the game. Any If players who are fouled before the time span would automatically get the two or three points. So, Mac, do you want to talk about it first? Do you have any opinions about it? Yeah, I think it sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. So, I don't... I don't like it either, but the more I, I hear it, I don't think it's the worst. I get, I get what he's going for. Uh, at first, when you told me about it, Kai, the other day when we were in our uh, group chat, I, I thought what you were talking about was just like no fouls at all, street ball type shit. I was like, what the fuck? Are we, are we in jail? Like, I, I, um, but now I'm realizing that he's just like try, just basically trying to keep the flow of the game up, which... I get, you know, that was kind of the argument against like the hack a shack thing where it's just like it just it's just boring basketball to watch. So if people are just constantly going to the free throw line, it can get boring. But that being said, it's just a part of basketball. Free throws are a part of basketball. Yeah, it's, it's, just like, it's, get, a fa- it's a fabric of the sport for sure. Scores would be much higher if you're just giving people points every time they get fouled. I mean, if I imagine his goal with this rule would be just, just like maybe players wouldn't foul as often because that way they would have automatic points every time you foul. But I'm not sure that would work. So I see what he's going for. I personally wouldn't wouldn't implement it, but I I, I don't I don't hate the idea. Uh, I, I, I the fan I, aspect out of it, too, because like a really loud crowd, like, you know, even if you're a good free throw shooter, you're bound to maybe yeah. miss one if a crowd's like really affecting you. Yeah, yeah that's and, a great point. And it really affects like games when players do miss a free throw, too. So I just don't see why you want to take that kind of uh, excitement or variables out of it, you know? Think about like back in the day when Shaq was uh, in his prime, late '90s, early 2000s. Like the hack a Shaq thing. Like you, you would just be fouling Shaq constantly, and then he would just have a million points because the only time he would miss would be at the free throw line because he was dog shit at free throws. So it's like you're giving Shaq like 25 more points a game, and he's already scoring like 32. You know, so it's like I don't, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if that like 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 I said, it's a very radical idea. I, I don't know if it would work. I, I see where he's going for though. Yeah, the, the the response to his idea on that hasn't been too great either. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people I imagine just, not. a lot of people just do not like it at all. But I mean, it's not. I don't think it's going to be anything that's going to get proposed. It's just something that he like revealed that he'd like. Evans, no, yeah, no, that'll so. never get proposed. No, no, uh, unless Jeff Jeff Van Gundy becomes commissioner, uh, that will never get oh, proposed. No, don't even that put be, that into the universe. That would be a disaster. The only good thing about that was he would not be on ESPN anymore. Uh, right. That would, you know, hmm, actually. It's kind of a, it, this whole thing that he mentioned, though, it's kind of in the same vein as what we talked about last week, Brian. Like you said, you don't even want extra points to be a thing in the NFL. It's kind of like in the same vein of that a little bit. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. Yeah, it is very, it's very similar. Players do make extra points in football, too, you know, so it's like, do we want to just automatically give them those points, you know? Thing is, though, I think free throws are a little bit, a bigger part of the game than like kickoffs slash extra points are in football, you know, like free, free, you might go to the line, a team might go to the line, you know, 30 times in a game where how many, how many point afters are you going to kick? You know? So I, 
It is, it is it is along the similar lines, but yeah, basketball free throws are just a part of the fucking game. You know, I yeah. think you could easily take out extra points, and football would stay the same. You can't for, taking out free throws would change basketball tremendously. Um. All right, so let's now move on to the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Game one starts tonight, five p.m. Pacific time. Golden Knights, Florida Panthers. Uh, the Golden Knights defeated. Absolutely just ran through the Dallas Stars in game six, six, nothing. Big uh, down. The Panthers have will, as of today, will be a, off for, I believe, 10 days since the last time they played a game, which I believe is the second longest layoff ever in a Stanley Cup finals for a team. So as a Golden Knights fan, I'm obviously hoping that has an effect on them because they're 11 and one in their last 12 games. So and Bob Rofsky, their goalie is just a brick wall. So I'm hoping that cools them off a little bit. I'm also hoping kind of like the limelight of like the of preparing and the media day and all this stuff kind of like gets them kind of like starstruck. And the Golden Knights are hopefully just like business, business, business mode. This is all in a perfect world, of course, for me. I I hope that's the case. I don't know. I guess we'll see. My personal opinion is I think the Golden Knights win in six. Uh, I've seen a large array of predictions. I've seen Knights in five. I've seen Knights in seven. I've seen Panthers in six. I've seen Panthers in seven. What about you guys? What do you guys think about the Stanley Cup Finals? Do you guys have a prediction? I will start with Kai. I'm going to say Knights and Six. Knights and Six. All yeah, right, I, just I like think, that. I just think on paper, the Knights are like the better team. But, I mean, we can't discount how the Panthers have been playing through this entire playoffs. The thing is with that argument is the every single one of the Panthers' opponents have been the better team on, on paper. Uh, the whole, the whole postseason. Yeah. So it's like... That is true. And the Golden Knights are probably the best team. I mean, the Bruins obviously were the best regular season team of all time. So maybe not. But the Golden Knights are either the first or a very close second of the best teams that the Panthers have played so far this year or in the playoffs. So I guess maybe. But I I don't know, man. We'll see that the Panthers have some magic to them. But so do the Golden Knights right now, too. Mac, what do you think? Do you have a prediction for the Stanley Cup finals? Yeah, Knights and seven. Knights and seven. Viewing experience. Yeah, I like that. Down on the wire. This is one of those series that nothing would shock me, no, no matter what. I just don't think there's going to be a sweep. I, I, I wouldn't be too shocked if like if it was a five game series either way, because if the Panthers are just still on fire and the Knights just can't keep up with their magic. It is what it is. Sports is weird like that sometimes. The only thing I'm not expect, I don't think it'll be a sweep. I can see a five, six or seven game series either way. I, I have no idea how to predict this. The, my fandom and my heart and my belief is strong in the Knights. But the Panthers are going to be a tough test, probably the toughest test the Knights have faced so far. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, oh, be- go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, before we move on, can we talk about um, like I've been seeing like this general majority of just like NHL fans that think that the Knights don't deserve to win a Stanley Cup because we haven't been through enough heartbreak. I think that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that's a, that's a loser mentality. It's yeah, a loser mentality. I was gonna say That's jealousy for sure. And you know what? And I'm a I'm a sore loser. I'm a sore sports fan sometimes. So I can't I, I can't predict that I would be any better if I was on the other side of the coin. But it's just like it's 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 ridiculous because it's like, sure, we've only had a hockey team for six years, but we've still watched sport. I mean, I've watched sports for 20 years. So like I, I used to be a Washington Redskins fan for for God's sakes. Like I I know disappointment and heartbreak. You you can't tell me I don't deserve a, a, a championship in a sport just because I don't know hockey heartbreak. Get the hell out of town. I know plenty of sports heartbreak enough that would break a, another grown man. All right. I, I think I have like four happy Redskins memories in 20 years. So it's like <laughs> so it's like, you know, like I'm not even joking either. I'm not exaggerating. 
So it's like, I, don't tell me I don't deserve this, dude. Uh, you know, Vegas deserves it. They deserved a year one, too. Honestly, I'm yeah, sorry. That would have been electric. Yeah. Electric. It still haunts me to think about Alexander Ovechkin carrying the Stanley Cup throughout the strip. It haunts me, dude. It kills me on the inside. Russian so, sympathizer. <laughs> um, so uh, if you've, you got it, you guys got anything else about that topic or you want to move on? Because it's uh I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, there's a uh, strip club uh, news story about the Golden Knights and not, and not a John Moran style strip club news story either. It's a it's a good one. A nice one. It's a nice one. It's a, it's a heartfelt one. Uh, Larry Flint's Very Hustler heartfelt. Club in Las Vegas is offering the Golden Knights players free lap dances for life if they win the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. I mean, the boys better be buzzing, dude. Um, oh, yeah. I've never been to the Hustler Club. I don't know um, what hmm. their... Uh, presentation is like but i assume it's it's fine i'm sure it's a i'm sure it's a fine strip club um gentleman's club gentleman's club um uh, uh, hopefully the gold knights win and good for them if if so i'm sure that'll be a very fun how did their wives feel about it though um <laughs> yeah true i get i guess maybe it's more so for the single players maybe oh yeah. uh, i'm sure there's i'm sure there's a handful of guys who, who aren't married on the team still so um, so that's a, that's a pretty interesting, I'm sure there's going to be more of those too. I, I think there is, I mean, there's always stuff like that comes out like this sometimes for like playoffs runs, like porn stars saying that they'll have sex with like soccer clubs if they win the champions league or something like that. There's always shit like this. And then obviously in Las Vegas, you're going to hear about stuff like this too. It's a good business model. Cause I've been hearing Larry Flynn's hustler club constantly all, all week on the internet on the, you know, on TV. So I guess it's pretty smart for them. So, all right, we'll move on now to the NFL. Uh, we got some some quarterback drama brewing, but first I think we should start off with Raheem Morris. Uh, Raheem, Raheem Morris, who is the a defensive coach, he might, is he the defensive coordinator for the Rams? I know he's a defensive coach. Do we know his official title? Was he a former player too? Uh, he's also a former head coach for the Bucks. I don't know if he played or not. I can't remember, but he he's he, co- he used to coach Tampa Bay. He's been a, in a few spots, but he coaches defense for the Rams now. Uh, he was in Las Vegas at the Encore Pool this week, and he saved a drowning child. Now, the coolest thing about this is that he used his knowledge of AED machines that he learned after the DeMar Hamlin situation. I guess I'm sure a lot of teams did this, but the Rams had specialists come in, teach the guys some stuff that they, you know, players and, and staff stuff that they needed to know. And Raheem Morris learned how to use an AED machine through that way. And then, I mean, jumped on the scene immediately once he realized that the, the kid wasn't breathing. Told somebody to go get the AED, AED machine. He administered it correctly, saved the kid's life. Awesome story. Um, what do you guys? What do you guys think about this? Let's go with Mac. Very heartfelt. Yeah. Very extremely. Yeah. Nice young man, and he is a defensive coordinator. I looked it up. Defensive coordinator. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. I, the child had no pulse when he was pulled from the pool. They said so. I mean, that's that's very fucking scary. Uh, Kai, what do you think? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, we always love a good heartfelt story here. And just awesome. You know, like and, and like I mean, we've all been to Vegas pools before, so it's just like we can I think we can picture ourselves in the same situation. It's like would we have like the bravery and and whatnot to to do that, like jump into action like that and be a hero just so quickly and like like just straight to the point. Fucking awesome by Raheem Morris. Um where where was the lifeguards? That's a fucking great Ooh. point. Yeah, great. Call him out. Dang. Shit, I'm <laughs> with it. We always we always have to see the other side here too. 
I honestly didn't even think about that. I was thinking, I, I used to work security at a casino, so I was thinking it from like a security point of view. It's like uh, security's got to hurry up and get there, and because that, that's usually whose whose job it is to administer AED stuff. Um, so I was thinking about from that point of view. I didn't even think about lifeguards. Yeah, great point. Where what were they doing? But good good for Raheem Morris to do that. I guess the moral of the story is go learn how to do CPR. Go learn how to do AED stuff. Uh, like I just said, I was security for a casino out here in Vegas for a few years, so I had to get CPR certified. I'm sure my certification isn't isn't still valid, but I still do know how I still know how to do CPR because of it. I know how to do the Heimlich maneuver. I'm a little rusty on AED stuff, but I think I could do it if I was in a pinch. I probably should read it back up on AED stuff and try to reteach myself that just in case some crazy shit like this ever happens. But yeah, go out there and learn how to do CPR at the very least. Uh, I mean, it, Mike, I, I took a two-hour class. It was it was so easy. It was pretty cheap. Go go learn CPR. You never know when you got. He might need it. Brian Dixon, man of the community. Absolutely, always has been. <laughs> uh, you guys got anything else uh, about this before we move on? No, we oh. love it though. Yeah, shout out Raheem Morris. Um, all right, let's go to the Raiders. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. It came out this week. Uh, a, a certain uh, what do they what do you call those appendums uh, in contracts? I think it was appendum appendium or appendum G. Uh, infamous appendium G, where Jimmy Garoppolo has to pass another physical. He failed his physical uh, when he arrived at the Raiders facility a couple of months back. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a press conference that he was late for by about an hour and a half. Um, and they, they postponed it, I think, for a little bit and brought him out. And everyone was like, well, that was kind of weird. Well, that turns out that he was getting a failed physical. So there's still concerns about his foot. He had to go get surgery. Um, if he doesn't pass a physical before the start of the season, the Raiders can cut him with no money owed. What do we think about this situation? Do we think it's going to come to that? Are the Raiders in trouble here? Kai, what do you think? Yeah, they're definitely in trouble. I mean, they are they were already taking a risk when they signed him. We already know his injury history. He's not the most healthy guy when in, ter- in terms of staying on the field. Yeah, it's uh, kind of uh, looking like a big L for the Raiders right now. They should have cut Jared Stidham. Oh, okay. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Mac, what do you think? Yeah, apparently being good looking doesn't get you anything, everything you want in life. Yeah, take like that, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you handsome bastard. Shout out to, shout out to the uglies. <laughs> Shout out to the Uggos listening. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, uh, apparently the rookie's looking kind of good in OTAs. What's his name? Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. AOC. Cool name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> AOC. Um, yeah. I, so I have a different opinion from Kai. Uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal uh, yet. Yeah. It has the potential to be a big deal. I'm not too worried yet. I think it might be a little bit of media fluff. I think that the I, I was listening to um, a State of the Nation podcast, which is the Athletic Ra- Athletics Raiders podcast with a bunch of B- Raiders beat writers uh, to Sean Reed, Vic Tafer, a couple other guys. And they I think Vic specifically said that he expects them if if he does fail another physical, that Jimmy G would just restructure his contract, because one, where is he going to go? If not the Raiders, uh, basically, everybody already has jobs that at least people that they probably believe in more than an injured Jimmy G. And then who are the who are the Raiders going to go for? Because Brian Hoyer is their main backup. Hasn't won a has not won an NFL game since 2016. 0 for 12 since then. Uh, and then Aiden O'Connell, who was a mid round rookie. So 
And the best free agent available is probably like Carson Wentz, maybe. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think Jimmy G will be on the Raiders come week one, one way or the other. I would expect, like Vic said, that the contract would be restructured. That's what that's my expectation. So I don't know. Uh, you guys got anything else? Kai, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a story to follow, but yeah, we'll have to see. I, I don't have too much else to say on it. I mean, another thing, too, before we get to Max's final thoughts is if, if, if Jimmy G can't go, it's tank season. Tank it up. Do not try to win at all. If, if, if the Jimmy G thing doesn't work and you have to void his contract, start Hoyer or start O'Connell. Doesn't matter. Tank your ass off. Go get Caleb Williams. They're probably going to be fighting the Cardinals and probably a couple other teams that we haven't even, that we can't even think about yet because we don't know how bad they are yet. Go out there and try to get Caleb Williams if this Jimmy G thing doesn't work out because Brian Hoyer is not going to win shit. He hasn't won in seven years. Hasn't won a game in seven years. I so I, That's going to be uh, risky for the Raiders too, uh, considering what we talked about with Devontae Adams a few episodes ago. Very. No, I was thinking the same thing. I think Devontae Adams is... Even if they were tanking this year, I don't think he would be like demanding a trade or anything. I think he would write it out. But you better go get a good quarterback then in the draft, and you better make him hopeful that that you can turn things around quickly starting next season, or otherwise you're going to lose him very quickly. So the tanking thing could not work out in that case. But what other choice do you have? Because he's not going to be happy with Brian Hoyer either. So you know, I I, I think your only choice is to tank in that situation. Exactly. Yeah. So Mac, do you have any final thoughts before we move on? No, yeah, like Kai said, Devontae Adams is going to be uh, a little upset if they're not competing this year. So they better uh, – I, I think it's a little fluffed up. I think he'll, he'll, at the end of the day, he's probably going to be playing quarterback for the Raiders this year. But, you know, small chance not. I expect that too. So um, we'll move on now. We'll stay in Vegas. Um, so with the Jimmy G rumors, there are now also rumors about Tom Brady. Um Mainly brought up by Mike Florio, who I owe, uh, who I I don't think is bad, but I always try to take his stuff with a grain of salt because when we're, when we're talking about media fluffing, he is the king of media fluffing. He always tries to make big mountains out of molehills constantly. Um, so I, I I believe Brady when he says that he's retired for good. Also, how would the owner player thing work? You know, like they're saying, well, all the NFL, all the NFL has to do is pass uh, a rule change. Or, oh, is that all? <laughs> all they have to do is change a rule, and Tom Brady can play for the Raiders. They're not going to do that. So. I don't think the owner player thing is going to work out. He says he's going to still begin his broadcasting career uh, in the 2023-2024 season. I also don't know how that works, uh, being a part owner of a team and also a broadcaster. No idea how that works. Has that ever happened before? I have no idea about that about that answer. Do you guys believe the Tom Brady rumors at all? Do you think there's a, a, a more than 0% chance that he plays again, Kai? Maybe like 5% or 5%? I, I think it's I think it's like a point five percent. I think it's less than one, but higher than zero. Uh, Mac, what about you? No, not happening. No yeah. way. Yeah, I mean Brady's washed. Uh, yeah, uh, go off. One, I mean he I, I'm he's still better than I would say probably like ten to twelve quarterbacks in the league, starting quarterbacks in the league. But he he he's not Brady anymore. He's washed. His arm strength's not there. Uh, would he be better than Jimmy G? Probably. Would he better than be, Would he be better than Brian Hoyer? Absolutely. Uh, but I I do not expect him to come back at all. I think I think he realizes that coming back last season was a mistake, uh, and that he should probably just stick to his next chapter in life, which is being minority owner of the Raiders and a uh, potential top broadcaster eventually. 
So uh, do we have any last words about the Tom Brady rumors for the Raiders? Nah, he's had his time. Yeah. Move on. I think we've covered it pretty well. Okay, moving on to uh, probably the biggest NFL news of the week, honestly, which is DeAndre Hopkins gets released from the Cardinals. Uh, I think a lot of Cardinals fans were expecting a trade so they could get something in return for DeAndre Hopkins. That did not end up being the case. He gets released. He's looking for a new home. What do we think about potential DeAndre Hopkins landing spots? Uh, We'll start with Mac. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I own him in, a, in, my, in the Dynasty League that we're all in, so I'm very tuned in to what's happening there. It's I saw something about it not being able to work out for the Bills or something, right, because of their cap situation. But yes, yes. I feel like the Chiefs are probably in a up. similar situation, so I don't really get that one. It, I just see a lot of weird rumors going around, so I'm sure he, he's taken plenty of time to, you know, see all his options. It's like kind of has two options right he goes to a you know not so great team and just takes a big contract rides out a bunch of money to, into retirement or he, he takes you know not as much money and goes to a contender so i don't know i think he'd probably want to go for a championship you know hopefully for get one before he retires but you never know the thing with football players is it's like yes you want to win a ring but you know that your time in the nfl can end in a, in a blink of an eye, one major injury and you're never playing football again. So it's like a lot of guys are like, I need to lock up as much money as possible for, you know, my, my, my family and future generations in my family. And I just, I I, I, I really don't know. I, I, I expect him to probably choose maybe not a top tier team like the chiefs or bills who can't quite afford him, but still a, a, a contending team, a, a brink contending team that could win a championship with the right pieces I don't know if their cap room says it, especially after the Odell signing, but like a team like the Ravens, a a team that, you know, it it wouldn't be out of, uh, it wouldn't be a crazy dream for the Ravens to win a Super Bowl next season, but they're probably not like a top three contender. I I would expect a a team in the Ravens caliber to, uh, for him to sign with. I do not think he's going to go and do another Cardinals situation where he goes to a bad team. Cardinals were good at the time where he got there, but I don't think he wants to play for another bad team. Uh, there's also reports of DeAndre Hopkins visiting the Texans. Uh, do we think that there's any room for a reunite, uh, a reunion is the right word, a reunion for Hopkins and the Texans, Kai? Yeah, no, I think uh, so. It's not the one I would have chose, but I guess the Texans, you could see him as an up and comer team, especially if uh, CJ Stroud actually pans out and all the moves that they made this offseason do pan out for them. I, I could see the Texans being a young team on the rise. Um, it would make sense though too, because yeah, I guess his family still lives there. He's familiar with the uh, with the team over there too. Most of it, I don't know. It's been a little while since he's been over there again, but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. It's gonna be one of those things. Does he take more money or does he go for the championship? So we'll, we'll have to see. Are the same guys still running the Texans? That try Bill O'Brien's obviously gone. He was the GM, right? So it, it is a different GM now, right? Yeah, isn't it? Nick it's Casario or whatever. Casario, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe if he doesn't have an issue with Nick Casario, if all his issue was with Bill O'Brien, maybe, maybe a return because uh, obviously there was bad blood at the time of the trade. Uh, so, I don't know. I could see it happening, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what that relationship is like between him and Houston. So, it'll be interesting. Uh, the the Bills. This is what the Athletics said about the Bills. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins probably isn't joining the Buffalo Bills. Three executives around the NFL, some with direct knowledge of what he wants in his next contract, 
informed the athletic that the bills simply don't have enough salary cap room to accommodate his terms. So looks like, like he's looking for money. Like Max said, if the bills don't have cap space, the chiefs probably don't either. So I, I, I think we probably rule those two out, but we'll see. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if he ended up on Kansas city because uh, if not next season, within the next three, that's probably a guaranteed Super Bowl ring, right? Mahomes will probably win another one in the next three or four years, at least one. So I, I, I wouldn't be shocked. It just what is his, what, what does he want in his next contract like we've been talking about? Do we have any last words about DeAndre Hopkins before we move on? Just don't go to the Cowboys, please. Please. Please, please um, no. He wouldn't look good in that jersey, dude. I bet he'd be good in fantasy, though. Right, no. Mac? No. no. Oh, okay. Absolutely. He would suck so bad. Uh, do they still have Michael Gallup there in Dallas? Yeah, yeah. He's so been, he he got some stuff talked about him recently too. Actually, there's a lot of cooks in that kitchen. I don't I don't know if he would go to Dallas because uh, they got who else they got? They got Lamb. They got uh, they just signed Cooks or uh, either signed or traded for Cooks, and then they have Michael Gallup as well. So Hopkins would obviously probably be second in that lineup after Lamb, but then it would drop down the other two and are, would they be happy about that and Gallup's a pretty good receiver he's way better than a number four receiver on a team so um yeah, yeah I don't I don't like the Dallas fit at all McCarthy uh, was talking up the rookie from last year too Jalen Tolbert saying he's looking really good so far I have heard the same rumors yeah that I've heard from B reporters that Jalen Tolbert looks looks very much improved in practice too so I, I would I would imagine the Cowboys go elsewhere but you know Jerry Jones likes his superstars so we'll see uh bring Zeke um, back then <laughs> Superstar Zeke, yeah. Um, all right, so we'll move on. Uh, Dalvin Cook. So there was a report this morning. Uh, let me look to see if I can find the official wording that was used. Um, it was Adam Schefter via somebody else. It was Kevin Seifert, who works for ESPN. Uh, it says that all that remains is for the Vikings to formalize Dalvin Cook's exit, a denouement. Never heard of that word before. A denouement that seems likely, if not completely certain, per Cypher ESPN. So uh, it seems like it's just only a matter of time until he has moved. I read the article. It said that the Vikings prefer to trade him uh, and get something from him. So uh, the rumor has been the Miami Dolphins. That was the team that was mentioned in the article. I don't know if I love that fit. Mac, what do you think? Uh, I th- I think it's awful, like for fantasy football, but it would probably be really good for the Dolphins. And he's from Florida, so oh, you're that, right. He went to uh, Florida State, right? It sure did, sure did. So I think he he probably wants to go there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably tired of you know all this crap getting talked about him in the media and stuff too. You know, it's yeah. like just make a decision. So um, yeah, just make it get him out of there. Guy, right, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with Mac here. I do not love it for fantasy. I'm a Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson guy. I think they have a good two-headed monster there already at running back. I know Dalvin Cook is better than both of them just uh, alone. But, yeah, no, I don't know. I just I see it kind of uh, being unnecessary for the Dolphins to get him. That was an like, exciting young rookie in uh, Devin yeah. A-Chain, Akane? I don't Akane. know how to say his last name. Akane, yeah, I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> Just like we were like, like Kai brought up a great point with Moster and Jeff Wilson Jr. too, as well, along with Arcane Ar- or whatever his name is. I'm sorry. Uh, Arcane. Arcane. Arcanine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Uh, 
there's a, just like Dallas, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, right? In the running back room there. And Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. are both serviceable, serviceable running backs who have been in Mike McDaniel's system for a long time. So I, uh, I, I don't personally like that fit. They also have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. You got to make happy too. So it's like, there's just so many people that you got to give the ball to in that offense already. I, I don't like that that uh fit personally do we have a, a team in mind that would be a better fit for dalvin cook either one of you guys <sighs> i mean you know what i was saying i want him on the chiefs because mm-hmm. i think he could actually fit into that committee but who knows uh i'm gonna go with the bucks here i mean they kind of have a oh. a little bit of a hole at running back right now well, it depends on how you feel about Rashad White, right? Well, we talked about this. Uh, I can't even remember what episode it was, but they were they were kind of saying that they're not liking him at the moment. Really? Yeah. Whoa. I don't uh, like him anymore. He said something about my mother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think the Bucks just on, just on paper, they have the biggest need at running back that I can immediately think of. What about... um? I don't think which... they want to do well this year, though. I just get that vibe. They're also a Florida team, too, so. Yeah, I just don't think they want to win games, is what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) And he helps teams do that. What about Dalvin Cook to your Eagles, Kai? Uh, Oh, no. A lot of of cooks in the kitchen. (laughs) Oh, no, baby. What is he doing? (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about it. Who do we expect to be the new starting running back for Minnesota? Would be Alexander Madison? Yeah, he's getting I, for, hyped up. Yeah, for now, yeah. For now? Where would we see Alexander Madison in a fantasy draft, do you think? Third round? Mm, easily. Yeah, second round even, maybe? Late second? Uh, um, maybe a little bit of a reach, but I wouldn't hate anybody doing it. No, no. I wouldn't I wouldn't judge anyone for that, yeah, because, I mean, he's shown. Well, I would judge them, but secretly. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, <laughs> behind their backs, uh, like normal <laughs> humans. Um uh, <laughs> But I, I, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, I, he's shown that in, in spot starts, he can be great. So, um, th- they also got a couple other guys in that, in that running back room that uh, they got Ty Chandler, who's a young guy. They also got, uh, the dude that I cannot say his name, uh, the, kick, the kicker. Yeah. He, he's honestly not a bad running back either. He's a great kick returner. So they, they, they have some names. I, I don't think the Vikings will be worse off by trading Dalvin cook, which is weird because he's, you know, he might be, he's probably their second best player. I still think that they would be fine rolling with the running back room that they have. So I think it actually is smart for the Vikings to move on from Dalvin cook. Uh, he's also getting old. I think he's 28 right now. So, I mean, I, I still think he's in his prime, but how much longer is that going to last, especially with his injury concerns? So uh, you guys got anything else about Dalvin cook? Nah. Well, uh, hopefully he gets traded soon. Cause I, I w- I'm very interested to see where he goes. Uh, I think I'm even more interested to see where he goes than Hopkins. Honestly. Same. Uh, um all right we will move on to uh kind of a kind of a silly little uh video that we saw this week from from tampa bay training camp of uh, quarterbacks just missing their targets completely uh, all of the quarterbacks <laughs> to uh, tight ends too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah to the very slow receivers running 10 yards from them um uh, baker mayfield kyle trask they have another guy there too right <laughs> they were just all overthrowing their guys um what do we think about this? Tampa Bay's probably screwed, right? Yeah, that's like I was just saying. I don't think they want. I don't think they want to win games. So maybe, uh, maybe. But is this going to affect Godwin and Evans' fantasy value at all? Or, or oh, maybe, uh, yeah, at least a little bit, right? But 
I mean, they're still gonna Godwin might might go mid rounds, but Mike Evans is still gonna be like a top what five round pick, six round pick, right? I'm fading him yeah, hard. I, I'm fading all Tampa receivers this year, to be honest. I uh, I Godwin's still, like, still a PPR machine. I just say I still like Godwin because he's still he he a lot of his work is close to the line of scrimmage. Um, I do think Mike Evans' touchdown rate is gonna go down. Uh, I still think they're both gonna be fine fantasy wise. Specifically Godwin. I don't I don't expect Godwin wasn't great last year. I think he was just like a decent wide receiver to th- like a flex play. I expect him to still just be a flex play. Um, and we'll I guess we'll see about Mike Evans. Uh, who do we think is going to win the starting job? Uh, probably uh, Baker. Yeah, I, they wouldn't I, have gone so hard after Brady if Trask was because didn't they already have Trask or was he did he come in that same year that they got Brady misremembering I, I, I think I, I think know. it was a year after year yeah after. so they already uh, had their chance kind of to do this with Trask right so I I I don't I don't know who I expect I I, I think it's going to be a true quarterback battle in preseason I think it's just whoever looks better I I think Kyle Trask might win the job. I don't know. I, I I heard from some Bucks fans before the Baker Mayfield signing that they were were willing to give Trask a shot. They thought that he was was at least worth a shot. So I don't know. I, how much does Baker have in the tank? You know, like he played pretty decently for LA last year, but the other two or three teams, he, how many teams was he on last year? The other two or three teams he was on, he was pretty bad. So I I, I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on Baker yet. I I, I think if, even if Baker wins the job, I think Kyle Trask is in there by week six. Yeah, I yeah. I just I just like Baker because he just seems like a kind of a good leader. You know. Yeah. That's about it. You know. Great actor, comedic actor. Oh yeah, love those yeah. commercials. <laughs> he's he's good at making commercials. I can't I can't lie. So I was also gonna say. So Mike Evans has been a 1,000 yard receiver in every single season that he's been in since he's been in the league. Um, I think this is gonna be the first year that he goes under a thousand yards. Ooh, raging tech. He's gonna get uh, a little mini, uh, little mini one. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Uh, all right, we'll move on to the Broncos. Greg Dolchich, who's the young tight end over there, uh, evolving into the Broncos Joker player per Sean Payton, uh, which is a player that has exceptional ball skills, who he compares to Jimmy Graham and Darren Sproles matchup wise on third down. That's that's a pretty interesting comparison. Um, very high praise. A very uh, tall guy and a very short guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Just two completely different styles of players. But well, I think he's just talking about how like matchup wise, how like they were used on third downs, you know, Mm because obviously they've had like some decent receivers that he's had on his team. But you know what I mean? It's like they don't expect you to go to the tight end necessarily on third down. Uh, I'm hearing for, like, I I've seen like from like beat reporters on Twitter too, that Dolchich looks really good in OTAs. Um, uh, yeah. He has an awesome mustache and hair. The hair is just phenomenal. He could uh, be in a Tresemme uh, commercial easily. <laughs> uh, I didn't, I, I didn't expect to hear that name in a, in a, in our podcast today. I like that. Is that the first shampoo that comes to mind? Oh hell yeah! I always think of the one where the the model's coming out of the ocean or whatever, and she like flips her <laughs> hair up and around. I was you gonna say I, mean? I was gonna say L'Oreal. 
L'Oreal, yeah, head, head and shoulders. Uh, I, I like it though. Ooh. I like it. Yeah, keep the dandruff away. No, <laughs> no keep that for Troy Palomalo. Head and shoulders is his. I mean, are we going to see Greg mm. Dolchich in those style of commercials eventually? If he becomes like a big enough name, he might be the next oh. head and shoulders type spokesman. They love their football players I over there. I can see him doing a discount double check. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just give him all the commercials. Give him Baker's old commercials too eh, while you're at it. Oh, for real? Yeah. 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 Uh, give him the keys to the stadium and the city. Yeah, I th- Mac and I both own him in separate dynasty leagues. I'm so I think we're both rooting for him to to succeed. Obviously, I, I believe in him. I think he's good. Uh, he he had a he only played a handful of games last year. I thought he was really good for the Broncos as a rookie. He was kind of that safety valve for Wilson when Wilson just looked awful, and mm-hmm. yeah, he made Wilson look somewhat decent sometimes. So. That was hard to uh, do. <laughs> this will segue into our next topic, which is Russell Wilson. So uh, do we expect Russell Wilson to have a bounce back in Denver, even if it's a tiny one? Do we think he's going to play better under Sean Payton, or do you think he's just washed now and, and Jared Stidham might come in? And eventually, oh, we forgot to bring up Jared Stidham when talking about the Raiders. But do we think Jared Stidham might come in eventually, or do we think Russ is going to be Russ again? Uh, yeah, I think Sean Payton can can make this work, at least – a makeshift make it work you know mm-hmm. like they they might you know what is it the 17 games they could maybe win like eight nine games something mm-hmm. like that it's gonna be really tough in their division tough obviously division. yeah but if you know the stuff we're talking about with the raiders maybe the raiders have to fall back and kind of fade the season mm-hmm. yeah maybe they could do something guy what do you think about this whole situation with russ uh and sean payton um, I, I see a small improvement. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. think, I don't think Russ is ever going to be at that level again. I mean, he, he looked awful last year. He just did not have the juice. Um, but we know Sean Payton's a good coach. I, I think he can unlock something in Russ again. Not nothing crazy though. I'm not going to expect too much out of Russ this year. The thing is, if it's nothing crazy, I, I, I expect him to have a short leash on Russ cause he can say all these nice things about him, but he didn't choose him to be his quarterback. We don't see what's going on in OTAs and practice and stuff. And he, he likes Jared well Stidham. What would you say? Joe, Jared Stidham. I mean, yeah, he I, likes him. I, yeah, I like Jared Stidham. I think he's not bad. So I, uh, I, I, I think Russ is going to have a very short leash. Um, there's already that story that came out like immediately upon Sean Payton's hire that Russ liked to bring his own like coaches and trainers into the locker room for, you know, his own purposes last year. And, and Sean Payton put like a, a stop to that immediately. He's like, that's not happening under my watch. So I, I think he's going to have very little patience for Russ's shenanigans. And I think he's going to have a very short leash for Russ's bad, Russ's bad play. So if Russ comes out and he's still the same Russ that we saw last year, I think we're going to see Jared Stidham very quickly. Let's if he comes out and Papa he's, Payton. if he comes out and he's even slightly, if he's even just like, like a moderately good quarterback and they're winning games, he will probably keep the job. So I don't know. I have no idea what to expect from Russell Wilson. I could see any scenario working out in that uh, case. And I honestly, Jared Stidham's my boy and I really want to see what, what uh, he has in him personally. Um, So I guess we will see about that. Uh, Speaking of Russell Wilson though, there is a report that came out this week that, he uh, was going to get traded to the Eagles before the start of last year, before he got traded to the Broncos. And uh, he put a kibosh to it. He did not want to go to the Eagles. There was also a report that he wa- uh, the commanders wanted him to, and he would had zero interest in the commanders. It sounded like the Eagles deal was much closer to being done than the commanders one was. Um, what do you think about this, Kai, our resident Eagles fan? Uh, are you glad that 
they did not acquire Russell Wilson? I imagine so, right? I am on my hands and knees kissing the ground <laughs> that that did not happen. <laughs> but I mean, what about butterfly effect? Maybe he goes to Philadelphia and he's better in Philadelphia than he was in Denver. Maybe that maybe uh, that Denver air got to him. Yeah, but dude, Jalen Hurts, man, he's he's the boy. He's the no, boy. you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I, I, guy, pal. I'm not going to think about the ifs and buts. I mean, screw us, man. I'm just trying to pull oh, some controversial dude. statements out there, of you, Kai. There uh, seems to be this underlying ire towards Russell Wilson. Well, I I'd mean, like for you to expand on this. It's just, yeah, what's going on? Personality-wise, I mean, Jalen Hurts is just a team guy. Russell Wilson showed last year that he's not. He's very egotistical, cares yeah. about himself. I think Jalen Hurts is such a better fit for the Philadelphia organization, and he's shown so this year. Russell Wilson is the most humble diva of all time <laughs> of any athlete. Cause like on paper, he looks like just like the nicest guy. And then like behind the scenes, you just hear like all his teammates hate him. Uh, he's hard to work with. You know, he's just like, he gives all these fake answers in the media where he just like dodges the question <laughs> completely and stuff with a big old smile. It's just, he's just a very cringe guy. Uh, he seems like a nice enough guy, but he, he you can tell he obviously has an ego to him. Um, I guess we'll see how it, it pans out. I agree to you that him going to the Eagles would probably be a disaster uh, in hindsight because the Eagles obviously went to the Super Bowl and Jalen Hurts was uh, phenomenal last season, almost won the MVP. Uh, so obviously that was a good thing. Honestly, though, the commanders maybe could have used him. <laughs> he, he may have been better than than Carson Wentz last year. So I don't know. There's no way in hell he was ever going to go to the commanders, though. So. That's how that Ironically, is. Uh, they have pretty good receivers over there, I think. They do, but I think it's probably just the organization itself. Probably he wasn't a big fan of, I imagine. Uh, New Orleans. Where, where, where would you rather live, Denver or Virginia? Probably Denver. Ooh, yeah, smoke all the weed, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely smoking he, last year. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I heard the best combination is weed and some nano bubbles. Uh, cures a concussion nice. straight up. Yeah. What does he call himself? Mr. Inevitable or something? Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, oh, fuck. It's, um, oh, uh, no. What is it? It's a funky name. It's something Unlimited. Like that. Mr. Unlimited. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's so Mr. cringe. Unlimited. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Unlimited. <laughs> Unlimited. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we'll see what goes on with Russ. Let's, let's go ahead and move on. Um, we already talked about this a little bit when we were talking about DeAndre Hopkins, but it uh, reports out of training camp is that CJ Stroud is miles ahead of Davis Mills in practice. Uh, this isn't too big of a surprise, right? We've, we fully expected CJ Stroud to win the starting job from the moment he got drafted. No, no offense to Davis Mills, who is, who is probably his ceiling is just like a, a, a decent backup in the NFL. I don't think there's any surprise to this report. Is there uh, let's start with Mac? I see. I see. Davis Mills is. Uh, you remember Char- Charlie Whitehurst, clipboard Jesus? Yes, 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 yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that's it. That's how I foresee the rest of all his time nickname. Going. Top five nickname in sports. Oh ever. my gosh! Yeah, Gen- and General Mills ain't bad. General Mills ain't bad. So. General Mills is a good one. Yeah, that's a good nickname too. Uh, yeah. It'd be it'd be phenomenal if he was a good player, uh, General Mills. That'd be with fucking... that neck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like Mr. Uh, Mr. Gadget extending that neck over the O-line, man. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Gadget? <laughs> Inspector Gadget? <laughs> Who the hell's Mr. Gadget? His father? It, it, well, they're related, obviously. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, passing, passing down his, his genes of, of, of gadgetry, uh, his gadgetry genetics. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, I don't have much more on that. It's just, we fully expect C.J. Stroud to uh, come out. And honestly, I think he's going to be decent, too, for the Texans. Rookie of the year candidate. Ooh. I mean, obviously, almost any rookie quarterback that plays the entire season is going to be in the running for rookie of the year, as long as he plays at least decently. I just love D'Amico Ryans as the coach, too. I, I have a lot of faith in him to right the ship over there. I don't know how good of a coach he is, but I think it's a great story that he his first head coaching gig is with the Texans, which is, of course, the team that he spent at least the majority of his career with, if not all of it. I don't remember him playing for another team. He may have snuck in there at the end of his career, but that's the team that drafted him, the team that he was a Pro Bowl linebacker on. So I think that's a great story that he came home to Houston. That was a perfect fit, honestly. I hope that works out for him. He seems like a really nice guy. Well, we saw how good the Niners defense has been the past couple of Phenomenal. years. That, yeah. You know, the, he had a big hand in it, so... Um, all right, so let's move on. Done with the NFL. We'll go to the MLB. Uh, the biggest news of the week, Bartolo Colon retires at age 50. I was distraught about this. Bartolo Colon, absolute legend. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played in the MLB in a while. I think probably like three or four years, but yeah, he officially he got around to doing his paperwork, huh? Yeah, finally got around to it. Maybe he was holding out hope that somebody would give him a call. I mean, he was still pretty decent at the end of his career. Uh, he had, he was on a million different teams. Uh, of course, the very memorable home run he hit, I think it was in Petco Park, was it not? It sure was. I will <laughs> never forget. I thought that I remember the uh, Iron Building as uh, part of it. Um, gosh. Yeah. Were you watching that game at all? Oh, uh, whatever yeah. that was, like 10 years ago? <laughs> oh, yeah. That uh, was uh, the depths of our stinkiness, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I'm being over exaggerative when I say a top three moment in baseball history. Um, mm. okay. <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm just kidding, obviously. Uh, but Bartolo Colon was awesome. I remember when I first started watching baseball, he was a beast for the Angels. Uh, he, he would give the Yankees hell. Uh, I think he won Cy Young a couple of times, perhaps. I think he won one with the Angels at the very least. He was a uh, a big part of also he came to the Yankees and was really good. I think he played for the A's and was really good. The Mets was really good. Uh, he just had a million different teams and he was like really solid and uh, most uh, really important too. He was a great locker room presence on every team too. It seems like one of those guys that everybody loved. It just made every every clubhouse he was in a little bit more fun. So didn't he have like three kids in each city he played for too, or something? Does like he? That? I have no idea. I think he has a bunch of kids. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Keeping but. uh keeping busy, I guess. Huh? Uh huh. Uh-huh. But good for him. I hope he enjoys his retirement, and I hope he drinks a lot of beers and eats a lot of food. I think he's already there. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'd love to see how tubby he is now. Uh, I haven't seen a picture of him in a long time. Get him on MLB Network or something. Get him a gig. What raging takes, Bartolo. Yeah. Open invite to Bartolo Colon to be our first uh, interview guest. Um, let's move on. Let's, uh, there's a couple of interesting series going on right now in baseball, so I thought we'd just touch upon a few of them. Uh, you want to start with the Cubs and the Padres? Uh, what's going on there? Uh, I know Rugnet Odor hurt himself last night. Um, Gary Sanchez has come into the lineup, hit a couple home runs. Talk about the uh, the Padres so far uh, in the series. Uh, I think it's only been one game so far, but talk about the Padres and the Cubs for me, uh, Mac. The San Diego Padres, man. Mm. Oh, it is. It, it's sad. It's like we'll score ten runs in a game and then barely like get one the next game on an error or something like that. It won't even be like a real earned run. You know what I mean? It's. Mm-hmm. We're, I don't know, like, 
the way it's headed right now, I, you know, raging take maybe, but if the way we're headed at this exact moment, we're probably sellers at the, at the, at the break. It's like that bad. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would you, who would you guys sell? You think? Name some names. Uh, well, we just paid everybody a gazillion dollars. So that's the tough part. But dude, like really like would we do de- I'm thinking Fernando. I don't like I Ooh. really don't I really don't think so, but he has a very friendly contract, so like ah, they love him, you know, but and they stuck by him, but he like I said he has a friendly contract and who wouldn't want Fernando Tatis on their team? So yeah. they could get an absolute massive haul. I don't know who from like I don't know who has anything to really like offer like, you know, I don't know minor leagues or nothing like that, but Yankees yeah, it, yeah. Honestly, I would, I, 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 I'm not even joking. I, I think that they would be interested. Of course they would. No, yeah. yeah all the all the big teams. Uh, dude, just not the Dodgers, please. No. Oh my! Would the Padres even trade him to the Dodgers? They'll probably not. I right? don't think so. No. Yeah, just... uh, Soto doesn't have a contract extension yet, right? No. This is his not. final year on the contract. This is his final year. Yeah. Is it possible they trade him, or are they just already into deeper? Do you expect him to sign a contract? What 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 is your not what you want to do? What do you think the Padres are going to do with Soto? I think they've been throwing money around like crazy. I think they would absolutely pay him if he wanted to stick around, right? Hopefully, but... he would want to stick around, right? Yeah, because if he does, you pay him because of how much you gave up for him. Granted, you would probably be able to get a great return back as well. You got. I think you got to stick with Soto. I, uh, Soto, keep Soto, Manny, and Bogarts as your core. Honestly, I think you're right. If there was a a, a person to trade, it probably would be Tatis for all the reasons that you said. I I I don't know. I honestly, personally, to me, I expect the Padres to turn this around. I don't think Tatis will be traded. I think the Padres will be in the playoffs. But I don't know, man. It'll be very interesting to see what they do. Yeah, they need to. They have the worst uh, home record in the National League right now at twelve and sixteen. Oof. That's pathetic, dude. Like they they've been selling out like more than ever. All all these people are showing up in the middle of the week. You know, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Like, just absolutely filling up the stadium in the middle of the week, and you can't give them any wins. It's pathetic, dude. So it's like. I don't know how many more player meetings they got to have to figure this crap out. You know, f- fire all the hitting coaches. I th- I don't think Bob Melvin's the, the issue. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great coach. I absolutely what we needed. I don't think yeah. he's the issue at all. But yeah, these guys got to these guys got to go to top golf or something. Go Top-top. go has yeah, I'm bowling. <laughs> Yeah, go uh, go throw darts and drink some beers or something. <laughs> maybe like, maybe a pizza party. Uh, like no that. joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the orange slices, man. Figure Free it sons. out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of it. <laughs> uh, they've also been bad on the road too. 14 and 15 road records. So like sometimes when sometimes teams will come out to like a bad home start, but be good on the road, and it's just not it's just not working at all for the Padres, no matter what they're where they're playing. I Tons do still games, yeah. I do still expect them to make the playoffs before it's all said and done. They're currently eight and a half back of the D-backs and Dodgers, who are both tied for first in the West right now. I, I, I would expect the Padres to make a wild card spot still. I think they're just too talented not to figure it out. Um, Kai, do you have any any takes on the Padres? Yeah, get it figured out. It's been so painful <laughs> to watch them. It's been so bad that like 
So I'm a big baseball better. I usually have like safe teams and teams I know I can always bet against and win my bet usually. And the Padres have become one of those lately. I hate to say it. I hate betting against my, one of my own teams, but you don't bet with your heart if you're trying to win money. Oh, I like that. Bet with your brain, both of them. Both of those brains. Um, <laughs> do you guys think the Padres are going to make the playoffs? I sure hope so. That's not an answer, Kai. Yes or no? Yeah, you're the you're Nick Nurse right now. Quit riding that line, Kai. <laughs> Give me a damn answer. Um, yes, I think they okay. will sneak into the wild card. <laughs> I don't expect the D-backs to continue this. I know the Giants are looking pretty decent right now, too, but the Padres just have to turn it around, and I believe they will. I tell you what, I kind of do expect the Diamondbacks to continue this. I think they're for real. Whoa. I think I think all three of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Dodgers, Padres, D-backs. Corbin Carroll truther? I am. I, uh, Corbin Barrels? I think that dude oh. That dude rakes, bro. He's really yeah. good. Uh, Zach nice Gallen, too. too. Zach Gallen is unbelievable. That dude is a boss. He's such yeah, a great he pitcher. He pounds his own. He's a great, fantastic pitcher. Mr. Goggles. So, Mr. Goggles. <laughs> Long hair, too. He looks great. Uh, uh, great style from that guy. Uh, I think he has like he has something crazy, like a 0-6-9 ERA in his last like 10 starts or something, nice. something crazy like that. Um, so, uh, all right, let's move on uh, to a different series. Uh, I guess we'll go Yankees-Dodgers. So the Dodgers just completely destroyed the Yankees last night. Uh, how about this? So first of all, Giancarlo Stanton and Josh Donaldson both come back from the disabled or the injured list. Both hit home runs. Josh Donaldson hits two home runs. Uh, first of all, Giancarlo Stanton loves Dodger Stadium. Uh, he hit one in the All-Star game last year in Dodger Stadium. He also hit one out of Dodger Stadium when, when he was still with Miami. Uh, I think he's from L.A. So he just lo- I mean, if, if he ever played for the Dodgers, he would probably hit like 60 home runs. Um, but so that's now back to back. So remember the Yankees lost one Oh in extra innings to the Mariners two nights before that they had an off night in between so they could travel to LA and then they lost, I believe is eight to four was the final score last night. So Josh Donaldson and John Carlos Stanton did not play the game before against Seattle. And then we're the only offense in LA. So the core Yankees that have been playing for the last six weeks without both of these guys have scored zero runs back to back game. So that's a little concerning. Um, still not completely sold on the Yankees being a contender. I, I have high hopes. I think they're playing really well right now. Besides the last couple of games, they were on a hot streak before that. Uh, I'm still not completely sold on them being a world series contender. I, st- I, I, I think that they'll make the playoffs not completely sold on, on their chances in the AL yet. I, I do have high hopes. We'll see. They got to They got to start having more consistent offense from everybody. It, it seems like some days it'll be Torres judge and LeMahieu that step up and then other games it'll be like Donaldson and Giancarlo like last night it's like we got to find a way to get all of you guys playing well at the same game every single game and then I'll start believing a little bit more uh the pitching rotation is a little shaky Luis Severino got lit up in the first inning yesterday six nothing it was in the first inning uh there was people thinking that he was perhaps tipping pitches to the Dodgers uh would not be the first time he was tipping pitches too so uh, it might be the case we got to get that cleaned up. The bullpen's been great. Uh, so I, I, I will see. I, getting consistent offense and getting probably like one or two, probably acquiring a good starting pitcher and then maybe finding a guy from the minor leagues that can come in and, and be the fifth starter is probably the secret. So hopefully hopefully the Yankees can can become more consistent. But I'm, I'm still not sold yet. The Dodgers are a great team, though. So 
it could be worse losing to LA in LA. Um, do you guys got any word on that? I know you guys were trashing the Yankees last night in the group chat. Ah, uh, me? I would never do that. <laughs> I just wish no. you guys could beat up on the Dodgers. What the I fuck, know, dude? me too. Me too. I, I was talking to, to my friend Nolan, who is a Diamondbacks fan. They just played the Red Sox last week. I was like, beat the Red Sox for us, you know, and they lost the series. So I was like, OK, don't worry, we'll beat the Dodgers for you. And then we got lit up the first game. So I was like, OK, well, I guess payback for not taking care of Boston for us. But um, yeah, I guess we'll see. Hopefully they uh, come out and at least win the game tonight and can make it a rubber match tomorrow. But uh, I don't know. The Dodgers look great yesterday. Uh, like 20 uh, runs on them. Like, really give them a pound. Let's do it. Yeah, out. let's do it. Um, I'm not even sure who the pitching matchup is tonight, but yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll stay in the AL East real fast. Uh, Rays, Red Sox. I thought they played yesterday. They did not. Game one was actually today. Uh, it's already over. It got delayed. Uh, oh, it's not over. You're right. It did get delayed. So it's actually the bottom of the fifth right now. Uh, it's six to four Red Sox uh, currently. So I guess we'll see about that one. Um, I guess I'm rooting for the Red Sox, sadly to say, because uh, we need the Rays Ooh. to get knocked down a little bit. Yeah, um, that feels because currently let's look at the AL East right now. The Yankees are six back of the Rays right now. The Red Sox are in last place. They're three back of the Yankees. So I'll, I'll root for the Red Sox this one this one series and kind of kind of get under the Rays skin a little bit. Um, the Rays still great. Come back down to earth a little bit. They're 40 and 19 now. They still have an unbelievable home record. 26 and six at the top. 14 and 13 on the road. So they've come back down to earth on the road a little bit. Uh, I believe this game, this series is in Fenway. No, this is, this is final score. Now my computer is fucking with me. This is a five final score. Red Sox. Yeah. They play, the they, they play again today at three ten. So the one that they play oh, is a double header. Yeah. Double header. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Okay. That confused the hell out of me. Okay. So uh, we'll see about that one. That's a that's a pretty interesting AL East showdown, though. That division is just fucking nasty. Like I just said, the Red Sox are in last place at 30 and 27. So they'd be a half game back of the Twins in the AL Central right now. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, so next series uh, we should talk about. Let's let's go over Angels Astros. Kai, uh, have you been watching the Angels and Astros series? Yes. Um, yeah, so the Astros, you know, they look like a good team again, so that's pretty apparent. Um, we're yeah. they they won the first two games. Game three is going on right now. I think the I think the Astros just scored a run on us uh, end of the first uh-huh. inning. So yeah, uh, um, yeah, it's one nothing Astros right now at the end of the first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. They look like a, they look like a good team again, right? It's the the Angels have have fallen down in the standings a little bit. The Angels and Mariners are now both tied for third place. They're both seven and a half back of the Rangers, who are still in first. The Astros have jumped up to second place in the division. They are now two and a half back of Texas. So I, I kind of think Houston's probably going to win that division again. But it's interesting. The uh, the AL East is getting a lot of shine. The AL West minus the A's are still also also an awesome division. Uh Rangers, Astros, Mariners, Angels all have legitimate shots at the playoffs. So uh it'll be interesting. Do you still hold strong that the Angels are gonna make the playoffs this year, Kai? Oh well yeah, of course I have to. Well you you went back on your heat take real quick, so I, I you know I already testing the waters. Just testing the waters. I already reiterated that was reverse psychology. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, uh, personally, I do not expect the Angels to make the playoffs. I think Shohei is Gano. Uh, sorry, Gano. Um, all right, last series that we'll talk about before we move on. Uh, I, th- I thought it was interesting one: Braves and Diamondbacks. That's a pretty big NL matchup, I think. Uh, let's see if have they played already? I, I think they Diamondbacks won yesterday, three to two, big win. 
They play today yes. again, I'm assuming. Let me look at what time it is. It is going to be at 7.10 Pacific time tonight, game two. So that's an interesting one. Uh, looking at the box score of yesterday's game, uh, seven hits, two runs, one error for the Braves. Six hits, three runs, no errors for the Diamondbacks. Kind of like a pitching kind of a pitching matchup, I guess, huh? Charlie Morton went seven innings for the Braves, and Merrill Kelly went seven for the Diamondbacks. So pretty interesting series. Definitely a possible playoff matchup um, come October. So keep an eye on that one this this uh, this weekend. I honestly think that's the most interesting. Obviously, I'm most interested in the Yankee series, but I think uh, from an unbiased point of view, I think that's the most interesting series of the weekend, Diamondbacks and Braves. So... We'll move on. I think we touched enough of the divisions that we don't have to talk about it too much more. Um, let's. Uh, we've got a couple more little tiny headlines, and then we'll move on. Shannon Sharp leaving Fox's undisputed show with Skip Bayless. Uh, seems like him and Skip don't like each other. I imagine nobody really likes Skip Bayless. Uh, there's a clip that resurfaces on my TikTok constantly of Charles Barkley saying that he would kill him. <laughs> if he said that if he had a month to live, he'd, he would he would find Skip Bayless and murder him on air or something, something crazy like that. Like that something only electric. something only Charles Barkley could get away with. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think he's a very popular guy in the media. I've never heard of him having like friendships with fucking anybody. Uh, so. So kind of just a just an odd a duck of a man. man. Yeah. So I, I I I I'm not too surprised that Shannon Sharp might hate Skip Bayless. I imagine a lot of it came from the Demar Hamlin stuff. I don't if you remember uh, Skip Bayless had kind of a controversial Demar Hamlin tweet where Shannon Sharp did not appreciate he missed uh, the next show. Every no no one really explained why, but it was pretty assumed that it, he was upset at what he said about Demar Hamlin. Uh, probably was going downhill before then. That was probably the kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm sure. Uh, do we have any expectations to what Shannon Sharp's next venture might be? Either one of you? I don't, do you, do you guys even care about this sports media stuff? I don't know. Kai, go ahead. Uh, I mean, how does he feel about, uh, Stephen A. Smith? So that's the natural fit right that people probably it comes to mind for people i um obviously it makes sense it would get a lot of eyeballs my personal opinion on the first take host is that it should be mad dog chris russo all the time because him and Stephen a smith feed off each other so well you can actually tell they like each other which is awesome uh, you know yeah yeah they like actually like they i've heard chris russo talk about Stephen a on interviews and he was like you know Stephen a is the biggest superstar in sports media right now I come on his show and he lets me have segments on his show, my own segments where I can just rant and rave and scream about things that I want to scream about. And I'm taking attention away from him and he doesn't mind at all. And he actually encourages it. So it's like, it seems like they have a great working relationship. First, I've always disliked first take. I just think it's just cheap thrills of media where it's just like the producers tell skip bayless what to say and the, the another producer tells stephen a smith what to say and it's just always always disagree with each other for the sake of debate i'm not a huge fan of that style of media but i think chris russo and stephen a smith just do it in such an entertaining way and in such a funny way that i if i were espn i would do anything in my power to make mad dog the permanent host but i know they like jj reddick in that spot too i know they like that that revolving cast of characters i don't think that works i would do mad dog constantly 
it doesn't seem like they want to do that. So I think I think that I would not be surprised if Shannon Sharp was the full time co-host of uh, First Take with Stephen A. Smith in the next you know month or two. Uh, Mac, what do you think about this? Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, like I, I, I never watch Undisputed. I, like I said, I've just never been a Skip Bayless guy. Uh, I like Stephen A. Smith, even though I don't really like First Take. So I'd be much more inclined to watch First Take over Undisputed. Undisputed. Uh, I have no problem with Shannon Sharp, though. I think he's, I think he's very entertaining. I think he's fun to watch on on TV. My 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 dislike of Undisputed has nothing to do with Shannon Sharp. I, I think Shannon Sharp is is a very good uh, a media personality. So. We'll see. I think even if he's not on first take, I would I would not be shocked if ESPN made a run out of him, run at him for another role, if not first take. So I think ESPN is the natural thing. But there's also other other um, uh, companies out there that you might not might not be thinking about. Like, I don't I wouldn't expect him to go to Barstool, but something like that, you know, like a, a media company that not on ESPN's tier, but maybe the tier below it. So there's there's uh, options for Shannon Sharp. But I, I think probably the favorite in the long run is is ESPN. So. We'll move on. Uh, I know you guys don't watch a whole lot of soccer. I'm just going to just touch on this briefly. Manchester City wins their third straight EPL title. Uh, this this was my second year following the Premier League. I've been getting into soccer a little bit the last couple of years. Um, I was rooting for Manchester City personally because uh, Arsenal was in first place for most of the year. And I'm a Tottenham Hotspur fan. So Arsenal is our direct rival. So I did not want them to win. So I was rooting for Man City to, to kind of complete this uh, dynasty. They have a great coach, Pep. They have one of the best soccer players in the world, Erling Holland. Uh, well deserved by Manchester City. They also won the FA Cup this morning, I believe. So they are now trying to go for the Champions League title to win the, I believe they call it the treble, which is all three trophies. So good for them if they do. I'm rooting for them personally in Champions League because I think that would just be a cool ass thing for them to do. Represent the Premier League. Um, yeah. So before we move on, because I'm sure you guys don't have anything about Man City. Uh, do you guys know how the EPL uh, system works when it comes to like crowning a champion at all? Uh, not crowning a much. champion? No. So let's. So I'm, I'll just I'll talk about this to you guys and the and the fans, just in case you guys don't know about this too. It's kind of a weird way to do it. It's it's, it's not the 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 style that American sports do it. I don't know if you've ever played rotisserie fantasy baseball, but at the end of the season, it's not a playoff matchup. You don't match up against anybody in the in the season. It's just whoever's in first place at the end of the year wins the fantasy league. It's essentially the same thing with the EPL. There's no playoffs at all in the EPL. It's whoever's in first place at the end of the year is the title. So it's it's got its pros and cons, in my opinion, because the pros are every single game means the exact same. Whether you're playing the worst team in the league or the best team in the league, it means the exact same no matter what. But at the end of the year, you might have one or two teams that are out in front of the rest. And it's like, okay, obviously this team is going to win or obviously it's going to be one of these two teams. And it takes out a lot of the drama of the sport, in my opinion. To counteract that, they have, based on the standings, certain things, certain reward systems. So obviously the first place wins wins the title. First, second, third and fourth qualify for the Champions League, which is just a major tournament with all of the world's best soccer teams. Not in every league, obviously. There's no like MLS teams or anything like that. But like the major Europe, Spanish, Italian, you know, et cetera, leagues for, you know, the top three or four teams from each league form into the Champions League. And then they have a a long, long tournament that takes place over the course of the whole year, including in the middle of all of their uh, individual seasons, either in the EPL or La Liga or any other leagues in the uh, uh, in soccer. So the fifth place team then qualifies for a different tournament that's kind of like the Champions League, but is not nearly the same uh, uh, meaning behind. It's kind of like a loser's bracket tournament. 
Um, and then the final, I think it's the final three teams, the last three teams in the EPL get demoted or relegated to the league underneath the EPL. And then the three other teams, I don't know if it's from the same league or maybe three other European leagues, maybe the three winners get promoted into the EPL and then you start the whole season over again. So there's incentives to keep winning if you're one of the losing teams. There's no tanking at all in soccer because there's, you know, you're not getting the first overall draft pick. You're going to not be in the top league anymore if you get last place. So it's a little weird way of doing it. I personally would prefer if they did playoffs. I don't mind that they do it this way. I'm just glad that American sports don't do it this way. I don't even think the MLS does it this way. I think the MLS has a playoff system. I could be wrong, but it's just kind of goofy. I, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts about how they do that. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I know soccer is very complex like that. So Yeah, it took me a long time to understand all of all of that. Like what what certain spots on the table mean because it would be like if you look at the EPL table, the first four will have their own little block of color, then the fifth team will have its little own block of color, and then the final three teams will have its own little block of color and it's like what the fuck does any of this mean? But once you start watching a little bit more, you start understanding. But I I just not a big fan of like the lack of drama sometimes towards the end of the season when it comes to the actual title or if you're just like a middle of the pack team where you know you're not getting relegated but you also know you have zero chance of winning the title. So it's kind of goofy way of doing it but it it works for them i suppose mac you got anything that's very interesting okay move on a little little soccer lesson for for the raging takers out there uh just another quick one uh in the world of soccer also in the world of the nfl though uh harry kane who's honestly my personal favorite player he plays for my favorite team uh his he had a line uh this week about potentially playing in the nfl after his soccer career soccer career is over he said, it's quote, it, quote, it's something I want to definitely explore. I know it'll be a lot of hard work. I'm not expecting to just walk up and start kicking field goals. It will be a lot of practice, a lot of hard work. But yeah, it's something I'd love to do. The NFL is something I've been following for about 10 years now, and I love it. So I would love to give it a go. I seen I saw a video of him nailing like a 40 yard field goal uh, in like a practice site type situation on Pat McAfee's show. Stumble my words right now. And I mean, he nailed it right down the middle. But McAfee was like his his mechanics are really bad for a football player, for an American football player. So Ooh. maybe he has something there if he's if he's kicking it wrong and it's sailing through the uprights. Maybe if he fixes his mechanics, he'll all of a sudden be a beast. I would love if he became a kicker because obviously he's my favorite soccer player. So, I mean, I would I would gravitate towards that immediately. Like if he signed with the Raiders, I would have to get a jersey immediately, I feel. So I'm personally rooting for this. I don't think. It can happen. I, I, you know, it's like it almost reminds me of when uh, I think it was Houston. The Texans tried to make Usain Bolt a wide receiver and they brought him into like training camp and tried to see if he could catch a football and he, he couldn't. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know how much um, how much I'm willing to give this this theory, but I would love to see him kick field goals in the NFL. Do either of you guys have any any words on that? I, I don't even know if either of you guys even know who Harry Kane is. I know who he is. Yeah, it's, okay. it's 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 interesting though. I mean, I would say he has a little bit better of a chance to become a kicker than Usain Bolt does as becoming a wide receiver because you know obviously yeah. he's kicking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's more a wide of... receiver play than running fast, right? So yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Go ahead, Mac. There's not a lot of opportunity to do it, but him becoming a kicker in the NFL, I feel like he would like people would, like. There's going to be a hit out on that guy, right? He's a soccer player, and it's like. They want to see if he can handle a hit. You know, not that there's a lot of opportunity. 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's not a lot of opportunity to do it, but maybe like a dirty play type of situation. Uh, <laughs> like a, like a kickoff or something like that? Yeah, or just like, fucking just, try, just fucking dump chucking them on a field like, goal. I don't zone. care yeah. what happens. I'm going to lay this fool out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, that would be funny, I guess, but awful at the same time. Um, my, uh, my, my friend Nolan, uh, a second shout out to him uh, of the episode, he thought about it. He's like, what if, what if he became like the Jaguars kicker? The Jags are obviously like the default London team. I feel like they get London games every single season. And I feel like probably maybe not a large majority, but if there was a majority of NFL fans in, in England, I'm sure they're probably mainly rooting for the Jaguars because they see him so much. If he became a Jaguars kicker, I actually think that could do wonders for the NFL in terms of popularity overseas, because I think a lot of European soccer players would tune in just to see Harry Kane if he succeeded or failed or, you know, just to watch the spectacle of it to see how he does. I honestly think him going to the Jaguars would be amazing for NFL viewership overseas, but I th- I'm sure it would be pretty good for other teams, too. I think the Jaguars would be the the top tier uh, NFL idea if this were to happen, though, personally. I, I, I thought that was a really good idea from Nolan. So shout out to Nolan. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Um, all right. If we don't have anything else on this, let's get to our first ever drum roll, please. Raging uh, Take Pod Sports Spelling Bee Showdown. Uh, we have... <laughs> Uh, not quite the drum roll I wanted, but uh, quite. we have uh, our contestants today. Cue the game show music. We have Taylor McIntyre versus Kai Zabo. Uh, so <laughs> this is what we're gonna, this is how this is going to work. Uh, I have a list of uh, names for you guys. Some of them are going to be easier than others. So there's going to be a couple hard ones, a couple, couple layups. Um, we're going to have lifelines. I'm going to reveal the lifelines here. I'm, I'll explain to you some more if you if you need some explanations in the match, because I'm sure it's going to be hard to remember them. First one, I, I can reveal how many letters are in the name. Some of them are only going to be one word, one letter or one word. Some will be two words, you know, first and last name. Some will just be a last name. Some will just be a first name, whatever. So uh, whatever it is, I can reveal how many letters it is. Uh, or I can give you a 50-50, which if it's a first and last name, you choose one of them, and I'll give you half of the letters of that one name whichever half you want either first half or second half of the first or last name and then a block so i'll let you do this after you get it wrong if you get one wrong and you don't want the other guy to steal it block it you only get one block though okay and if you need me to repeat the name i can repeat it up three times okay all right all right all right uh i'm gonna uh, anyone want to go first i don't really think it matters don't matter okay kai you go first okay all righty all right, I'm going to start off. I'm giving you guys each a player from a team that played for either your team now or your team last season, one of your favorite teams. Okay, so Kai, your first name is Nanamakan Sue. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, so Nanamakan Sue. N K A M U. B O H S U. Wrong. No. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even close. Uh, not um, even close. He <laughs> didn't, didn't get the first or last name correct. Uh, all right. So is Matt, it my turn now? Yeah. Maybe, maybe okay. that was too hard. I just figured it was the Eagles, Eagles player. Uh, Mac, Gosh, you I've seen it so turn. many times. Uh, okay. So I think it's N D A 
M-N-O-G-S-U-H? You came significantly closer, but no, that's wrong. So it is N-D-A-M, which you got right. I think you messed up here. It's U-K-O-N-G-S-U-H. Uh, now looking at this in hindsight, I think I gave Mac an easier name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, we both right, got so it wrong. So we got, we both got it wrong. So it's zero zero. Uh, here I, I should probably keep track here. Uh, <laughs> I kind of feel bad now. Um, all right, so zero zero still. Mac, your name is a current San Diego Padre, Uh-oh. Xander Bogarts. Oh no. I, dang it! I'm gonna mess up his last name. Okay, so it's X A N D E R B O G A E R T S. Bingo! That's nice. I only did that Xander was Bogarts. So much easier. It was so much easier. I only did it because I I was like I didn't know how to spell his name. I because I I've been spelling it wrong for literally years since he's been on the Red Sox. I didn't realize it since yesterday until yesterday. So I'm like. I watched way more Xander Bogarts in my career than Mac has. So I was like, I'm, I'm if I don't know, it, Mac doesn't know, right? But that was probably stupid, uh, stupid logic for me. Sorry, guy. What's the uh, score going to? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to go to first to seven, or do you want to just you want to just complete the names and see who's? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just complete have, the names. I have a lot of names, so I guess we'll, we'll see. Give I have, half a point there since he got <laughs> No, 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 no. He might get you might get dicked here eventually. So I don't know. I don't know how easy these other ones are. So. Uh, I think the next one is easier for Kai, so I guess we'll see. Um, all right, Kai, it's one nothing Mac right now. Everyone cool. still has lifelines available. Kai, your next name is Roethlisberger. Okay, just Roethlisberger. Just Roethlisberger. R O. Oh, you got to spell Ben too. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should. Yeah, if you can't stop Ben. Uh, I really cut you off. Go ahead. Okay. R O E T H E L I S B E R G E R. Incorrect. Damn it. Matt. R O T H. Damn it. Uh, L I S. R O T H L I S B I E R G E R. Oh boy, buddy. <laughs> no, I don't. That was my <laughs> uh, No, it's, uh, Kai was closer. It's R O E. Actually, I don't know if he was. I, I think Kai was slightly closer. R O E T H L I S B E R G E R. Oh yeah, I was I was moving some letters like from front <laughs> to back. And... <laughs> once you, I mean, you got it wrong when you didn't say E, but once once you said burger was spelled with an I, I was like, oh Jesus, <laughs> it's a burger, burger. Uh, 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 all right, so we're going to the bottom of the second. Max turn. Oh goodness, Haloti Nada. Ah. Oh. Damn it. So it's H-O-L or H-A-L. Sorry. H-A-L-O-T-I. Dang it. I know there's a trick to that last name, I think. But I guess I'm just going to go for N-A-T-A. Wrong. Yeah. Guy, what was the name again? Aloti Nata. 
That's a football player, right? I think I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, he, okay. he was a defensive lineman for the Baltimore Ravens uh, okay. probably about 10 years ago. Hello, T. Not uh, uh, H-A-L-O-T-I-N-G-A-T-A. That is correct. Whoa. Nice. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we are tied at the end of two rounds. One, one, uh, all lifelines still on the board. Round three back to Kai. I just said this word in the pod just a few moments ago. My favorite soccer team, Tottenham. Tottenham. Okay. Tottenham. That's a fucking easy one. What the fuck? I want to block them, but I can't. (laughs) So you can only block when you get it right, right? No, no. So say if you get Tottenham wrong and you think Mac knows it, you just say block. Okay. And and then you don't have any more blocks, but then Mac can't answer it. Got it. All right. uh, T-O-T-T-E-N-H-A-M. That was correct. Yeah. Good one. Good one. Good one. All right. So Kai now leading two to one, going to the bottom of the third. I think this one's an easy one, too. Okay. Dwayne Wade. D-W-A-Y-N-E and then W-A-D-E. Oh, oh, that is totally easy. What the hell? <laughs> that, is, that is incorrect. Oh, wait. D-W-A-Y-N-E? That's wrong? That is, that is incorrect. Yes. Guy, go really? ahead. Your turn. It is, yeah. Oh, I'm using my block. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I like it. I like it. Uh, the correct answer is he. It's another. It's a tricky one. He spells his name really weird. It's D W Y A N E. Dwayne. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, yeah. That was a tricker one. That was a trick one. That's a trickster. Yeah. All right. So Mac has used his block. Uh, Kai, would you have gotten that one or no? No, I'm actually glad Mac used this block. <laughs> I spelled it correctly. <laughs> I, was, I just wanted to use it, damn it. All right. <laughs> that was a great use of a block still. That's very <laughs> Block! I want to use my block. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Same next, chest. next up, fourth round. Kai, your word is Marcheso. Like the, the hockey player? Like Golden Knights player, yeah, Jonathan okay. Marshall. So I don't have to do Jonathan though, just Marshall. So okay, M A R C H E S S A U L T. That is correct. Yeah, nice. Good job. That was a great job. Would you have gotten that one, Mac? No, I would have only done one S. I, I I figured Kai was probably a little bit more familiar with him, so I was like, I don't want to I don't want to give that one to Max. That one might might be a little too uh. Might be a little little trap play for Max. So I was like, okay, I think Kai is maybe has a chance, but I wasn't sure. Dwayne Wade looking ass. Fucking Dwayne (laughs) Wade, dude. Um, I'm gonna have a talk with him later, or his mother rather. The next name for Mac is the Curry Stopper, Della Vadova. Oh damn! I'm gonna get this one wrong. Fuck! It's been a while. I gave it to you just because I knew that you were at least somewhat familiar with him over the course of a couple of years. So yeah, it's it's been a while since I've seen the name on the back of that mm-hmm. jersey, though. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Uh, I'm trying to I can repeat it for you too if you'd like. You also yeah. have lifelines. I'll take one repeat. Yeah, uh, Della Vadova. Okay. 
B E L A V A D O V A. That is incorrect. Yeah. Kai? B E L L A V A D O V A. Oh, so close, dude. Uh, instead of the middle A, it was an E. D E L L A V E D O V A. Della Vadova. Great name. Fantastic name. Shout out Delly. That's my guy. Um, let me clean this up. Let me get rid of some of these names that uh, we've already done. And so at the end of what was it, four rounds, we are now Kai three, Mac one. Kai is on a three point streak right now. Fucking not a heater. Kai's next name. Remember, all lifelines still available for Kai. Max still has two lifelines available. Kai, your word is, your name is, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, wait. no. <laughs> uh, G-I-A-N-N-I-S-A-N-T-E-K-U-M-P-O. Honestly, really close, but incorrect. I'm going to block Mac. Okay. Okay. You're going to okay. me on that one? <laughs> yeah. The blocks are used up. <laughs> I was not getting that one, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so Giannis's name is actually one that I can spell perfectly. I, I taught myself like three years ago. I just stared at it until I knew I could spell I stared at it for like 20 minutes and just went through all the... I'm like, I'm getting this fucking guy's name right. I'm, I'm done misspelling it. Uh, it was G-I-A-N-N-I-S. So Matt got... Or a guy got the name the first name right he got the first four or five right of the last name and then it went off the rails a little bit it's a-n-t-e-t-o-k-o-u-n-m-p-o jesus and tetacumpo all right so still three one all blocks have been used next up for mac namdi asamua oh come on That's a, that's a tough one. I remember it. Uh, uh, I'm using my 50-50 here. Okay. Okay. Well, first name or last name? Uh, Say it again. Namdi Asamuwa. Yeah, definitely the last name. Last name. Do you want the first half of the last name or the second half of the last name? The second half. The second half. So let's see. So it will be the last four of Asamoa is U-G-H-A. U-G-H-A. And I'll remind that. I, I, I won't force you to remember that way as you're... I'll, I'll just give you U-G-H-A. So when, once, you, okay. once you get to there, I'll, 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 I'll tell okay. you. So you, all you got to do is just get to U-G-H-A and I'll, I'll, I'll ring you correct. Okay. Okay. Namdi Asua, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh N A M D I A S S, and then the rest of the stuff that you said. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Or wait, Asumo. Yeah, <laughs> incorrect, incorrect. Uh, Kai, go ahead. I mean, you still you have U G H A too available to you, guys. So, right. this is a former Eagles player. So this is why I gave it to Mac. I was going to give him I, a chance before I, I mean, it's still that's still a hard name to spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, for sure. N N A M D I A S S O U M. Oh, dude, you're so close. Ah. <laughs> you got the first name 
Dead on. N N two N's. N N A M D I A S O M U G H A. All right. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you guys are not, uh, maybe uh, it started off easy. And now it's too now it's too hard. I feel maybe I don't know. I, I thought you guys are you guys are doing that great right now. It's three one Kai still. I I think we have some easier ones coming up. How so many, that's how many Browns are left? I have I still have eight names for the both of you. Okay. So considerable amount. Plenty of time, and I do think there are some easy ones coming up. Easier ones at the very least. So. I think this one's one of them. As long as you remember who this person is, if you don't, it might fuck you up, Kai. But your next one is Mark Burley, former pitcher for the White Sox. Mark Burley. Oh, boy, this is going to be so Actually, weird. You, don't even... you know what? No, no, I'll, I'll leave it for Mark. You can, you can do Mark, too. Mark Burley. You said Mark Burley? Mark Burley. All right, so this is going to be a tricky one. So M-A-R-C... And then Burley is B E R L E Y. That's incorrect. Okay. Mac? M A R C and then B U R L E I G H. That's incorrect. You're th- I, I, this is why I almost took Mark away, but I kept it in there. It was, it was, it was normal spelling of Mark. M A R K. A regular Mark? Regular Mark. You, you guys both butchered his last name, though, so it didn't matter. It's B-U-E-H-R-L-E. What? Fuck that guy. I would have got... I, <laughs> I, would, I, a lot more, I wouldn't be getting all of these, but I'd be getting a lot of these, just because I remember them from, from my, when I was a kid, so okay. I, maybe I just... Maybe I just... I, I, I looked at... I don't I know. I mean, maybe. they're fair, but... Yeah. Yeah. Frick Mark. Next one for Mac. I don't know if you remember this guy, old DB, uh, I believe for the Panthers, Captain Munnerlin. Oh, man. Captain Munnerlin. I remember the name, but I don't remember how to spell it. Oh, goodness. So it's C-A-P-T-A-I-N and then M-U-N-D-E-R-L-A-N-D. Incorrect. Oh, yeah. Okay. You said Captain Munnerlin. Okay. You said Munnerlin? Munnerlin. Uh, okay, so C A P T A I N M U N N E R L Y N. That is correct. Yes. Nice. That was a tough one. That was a great job, Kai. That was a really good one. Once you got to the double N, I was like, oh, let's go, Kai. Let's go, Kai. Uh, all right, so it's 4 1 Kai now. Four straight points for Kai. Next one up for Kai. This one's a little different than the ones that we've been doing so far. It's a team name. Albuquerque Isotopes. Oh, I know that one. Okay. Okay. A-L-B-E-R-C-U-E. I already got it wrong. I already know. I S O T O P E. I got it wrong. <laughs> I already knew I did. I messed up. I, I, I made a typo. You, you fucking butchered Albuquerque, bro. <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Mac. It's your turn. A L B E R U U. Wait, Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> 
wait, wait, wait. Q U E R Q U E I S O T O P S. Yes. You got the second half of Albuquerque down great. The first half butchered again. No, it's A L B U Q U E R Q U E. And then Isotopes was correct. I-S-O-T-O-P-E-S. Oh, God. Shout out Better Call Saul. Albuquerque yeah. Isotopes. Um, next up for Mac, this was a tennis player when I was a kid. I You may or may not remember her. Maria Sharapova. Oh, I know her. Uh, oh, yeah, I know very, her. Very, very beautiful woman. Uh, Maria <laughs> Sharapova. So M-A-R-I-A. And then, oh, she... This last name. Gosh dang it. I can repeat it again if you would like. Sharapova, uh, uh, right? Sharapova. Damn it, is this a CH or a fucking SH? Motherfucker. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gosh dang it. S H E R A P O V A. That is incorrect. Yeah. Kai. M A R I A S H A R A P O V A. That is correct. Let's go. Only had one letter off, Mac. You said an E instead of an A in the middle. Sharapova. 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 Yeah. Kind of went off of Mac there. 5 1 Kai. Max still has revealing how many letters. Uh, Kai still has revealing the letters and 50-50. Next up for Kai, WNBA player for the Las Vegas Aces, Aja Wilson. Oh, I know this one. A-J-A-W-I-L-S-O-N. I'm not going to I'm not going to charge you for the the apostrophe. That is correct. There's a apostrophe J. I wasn't going to I was going to make you do the apostrophe. If you said it, it would be a bonus. I wasn't going to I was going to force either one of you to do the apostrophe. So it is a J. A. A. J. A. W. I. L. S. O. N. I was just trying to confuse you on the Asia. Hmm. Mac doesn't sound happy. Six one. <laughs> not happy. <laughs> Wait, how many how many names, how many names are left? Uh, Six. Okay, so Max, so Max still has a chance to win. Okay. Six each, yeah. Next for Mac. Nottingham Forest, another soccer club. Nottingham Forest. Oh, God. Uh, N-O-T-T-I-N-G-H-A-M-F-O-R-E-S-T. That is correct. What? <laughs> I feel like I should have got that one wrong. I was like, is he going to do one R or two R's in Forest? That was what I was trying to trip you out. I on. thought it, would, it might be like K, uh, uh, K-N for Nottingham. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a great point. But I just fucking um, YOLO'd, you know? All right, I got more than one. Score is 6-2 Kai as we go into this next round. Kai, your next word is... Ladanian Tomlinson. Okay. L A D A N I A N T O M L I N S O N. That is incorrect. 
Oh, Mac. Uh, I should I should know this one. You should know this. Yeah. Uh, so it's L A D. Damn it. I haven't seen it in a minute. L A D. L A D A N. I A N T O M L I N S O N. I regret to inform you, your answer is exactly the same as Kai's, which is incorrect. Uh, <laughs> Did I repeat it the exact same? <laughs> yes. Um, but that was what I, th- I, I used Ladanian Tomlinson because I, that's how I've been spelling it for literally 20 years. So, and I didn't realize that there's another I in there. It's L A D A I N I A N T O M L I N S O N. Yeah. So, um, So no points there. Still six to Kai. Mac, your next word is Tamba Hali. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Tamba, huh? This is going to, there's like an extra something somewhere and I just have no clue what it is. So former D lineman for the chiefs. Oh, look at that. He's still a player. Yeah. Okay. Uh, T O M B A H A L I. That is incorrect. Guy. Yeah. Tamba Holly. Yeah. Tamba Holly. Uh, let's go. T A M B H A H A L I. That is very incorrect. Uh, is <laughs> Mac was very close. He did O instead of an A. T A M B A. H A L I. Huh. I thought that one was going to be an easy one, so I'm actually glad that was a little challenging. Because as soon as I, yesterday I was like, this is a good one. And then when I saw it on the notes just now before I said it, I was like, oh, this one's kind of easy, actually, I think. But that's good. That's good, I guess. Well, um, I needed it to be easy. Damn it. How <laughs> sucking. All right, Kai, your turn for a soccer club. Leicester City. Leicester City. Leicester City. Uh, okay, so it's not going to be spelled the easy way. So I got <laughs> sure is. It is. <laughs> <It> sure is. <laughs> That's what I'm finding out. <laughs> uh, so it's L E I C S T E R C I T Y. Can you repeat it for me? You, you broke. I think. I think you got it correct. Repeat it for me because you broke out, broke up in the middle. Okay, L E I C S T E R C I T Y. Never mind, you did not get it correct. Ah. Correct, uh, Mac. Go ahead. Well, uh, say it again. Leicester City. L E I S C T E R C I T Y. Incorrect. Both of you guys were really close, though. You got the L-E-I. That was the tricky one. L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R. City. Like, L-E-I-C-E-S. Like Chester, but not. Yeah, it's like Leicester or something like that. It's like, I remember before I even watched the EPL, they they like they were like the one team that was like, we're not expected to ever win, and they won one here. And I remember them talking about like on the Dan Patrick show, and they were talking about like that it's it's Leicester City, even though it doesn't look like it. I just always thought that was a fucking goofy ass name. So I thought maybe there's a chance you guys had, had heard that one or seen it and knew it was kind of goofy. I like that Kai was like, "This is not gonna be easy." It's not L E S T E R. Yeah, you're uh, you're damn right, my friend. <laughs> what's, so how many how many names are left? 
Uh, we got three for you, four for Mac. Okay, so... Okay. Six to Kai still. Uh, Kai still has two lifelines. Mac still has one. Mac, your name is Yannick Ngakwe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah, Yannick. Okay, uh, Y A N N I C K N G O U A K E. That is incorrect. Man, Kai, go ahead. Can I get? Can I get a repeat on the name? Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, can I use my 50-50? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, do you want the first name or the last name? Last name. First half. The first half? First half? Uh, I'm going to give you three letters of the first half of the, uh, of the second name. N-G-A. N-G-A. Okay. N-G-A is the first three letters of his last name. Okay, so Yannick Ngakwe. Why... N A A C K N G A O U K E. Not even in the same stratosphere. Uh, <laughs> no, that is incorrect. Wait, did you, you say Y N N? You said Y N N A. I don't know. <laughs> it's Y A N N I C K. I got that part right. K O U E. Ngakwe. Ngakwe. So I was, I almost had it. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. You were, you were closer than Kai for sure. Um, you nailed the first one, and then it kind of fell apart in the last name. I think you maybe, I don't know. Actually, I think you might have said like Y O N N I C K. Actually, so no, but you, I, you, I said Y A N N I C K. So yeah, you you came you came really close. Um, all right, score still six two. Kai, your name is Kyle Yuschek. Oh, boy. Uh, K-Y-L-E-J-U-C-Y-S-K. Incorrect. Mac? A-Y-L-E, and then it's J-U-S... C Y S K. Honestly, pretty close. Kyle obviously is the normal way of spelling Kyle. Use check is J U S Z C Z Y K. Two Z's in there, and then a a C sandwich with with two Z uh, pieces of bread right there. All right, so so there's five left now. Five left. Kai is up by four. So, so yeah. this might be over here in a second. Yeah. Kai. More. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. It's Mac. It's Mac's turn. David Bakhtiari. Gosh. Uh, D-A-V-I-D. And then B-A-K-T-I-A-R-I. Close, but incorrect. Kai? Okay, D A V I D B A H K T I A R I. 
Well, you guys were so close. It's uh, yeah. so Mac was missing the H, and Kai put the H in the wrong spot. It's it's B A K H T I A R I. Kai put the H in the K. He had B A H K T I A R I. So both of you guys were one letter off. That was really good. So two left. Um, if I get this right, I win, and Mac would have to get everything right from this. And that would be a tie, tie and yeah. then I guess we find a tiebreaker. I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't think about a tie. Uh, all right, so Mac has to sweep this. Kai, if you get this one correct, it is all over. Okay. Jonas Valanchunas. Shit. J-O-N-A-S-V-A-L-U-C-I-A-N-I-S. A valiant guess, but incorrect. Mac? Yeah, that was a good guess. Damn. Uh, J-O-N-A-S-V-A-L-U-N-C-U-N-I-A-S? Mac was slightly closer, but incorrect. So Kai is the winner. Jonas Valanciunas is spelled J-O-N-A-S-V-A-L-A-N-C-I-U-N-A-S. All right, so Kai wins, we'll call it there. Final score six to two. Um not even close. Any any feedback for me? Did I do too hard of word do too hard of names? Did I uh, what, what, what's uh, any feedback for, for me personally here? I feel like it was fair. I, I thought fair? it was okay. fair, yeah. Okay. Um I think if we want to do this again, I kind of have fun. I don't know how the listeners are going to take it. I kind of had fun. I also don't know how long it took. But uh, if we wanted to do it again, I imagine we have Mac host the next one since he lost. And then me and Kai will will face off. And then we'll just repeat that. Uh, you know, loser takes over hosting gig every single time. And then the other two just face off. Yeah. Um, or maybe we can bring in a, a, a fourth party and have them host and all three of us do it or, or you know, vice versa, whatever. But uh, we'll figure that out. Leave us some feedback if you enjoyed the spelling bee. Um, or if you didn't, uh, uh, these other three names, I'm, I'm not going to make you guys spell it. I'm just going to, the other three names available. Kai's last one was Greg Zerline, Legatron. Uh, Max's last two were TJ Hushmanzada and oh, Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell was your other one. I would have got Montrez Harrell, I think, but. Would you have gotten the trick in Montrez? Uh, there's a trick yeah, in Montrez. Yeah, it's uh, there's an L after. It's like M O N T E T R E Z L. Yep, 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 yep. And then double L's on Harold. Double R's, double L's on Harold. Yeah. Um, that was probably gonna be the next one I gave you, and then I would have left Hushmanzad and Zerline for the last one. So, um, yeah. So neither one of you guys did the reveal lifeline. Um. I don't know what that says about anything. Maybe it's a bad <laughs> lifeline. Um, and, uh, other than that, I, I don't know. I had fun. That was fun. I thought it was a fun idea. Let's go. I had fun. All right. So congratulations to Kai for being the first ever spelling bee champion of the Raging Takes podcast. Uh, before we sign off, Kai, do you have a Raging Take for us? I sure do. All right. So this goes into the realm of the NFL. So I think... Justin Jeff, I don't know how raging this actually is, but I think Justin Jefferson is going to make NFL history and become the first 2,000 yard wide receiver. 
Ooh. Did Calvin Johnson not do it? No, he got pretty close. I think he had like, uh, what was it? 1964. Was it? Okay. Uh, I, I, I love that take, dude. That's a great, that's a big rager. Yeah, no, I, Huge rager. I, to back up my take though, too, I'm just going based off of Justin Jefferson's career trajectory. Um, so 1400 yards his first year, 1616 his second year and 1809 his third year. So especially, especially with the extra game, he pretty much just has to stay healthy all year and average 117 yards per game to reach that number this year. You cut out, would you say average what per game? 117 yards per game this year. 117. Okay. I mean, that's definitely doable uh, for, for him at least. Yeah. Anybody yeah. can do it. So yeah, that, just a fact check. You're correct. Uh, Calvin Johnson's best season, 2012. He had 122 catches for 1,964 yards and only five touchdowns. <laughs> only five. The following uh, year, he had set almost 1,700 yards and 16 touchdowns. Or the previous year, 2011, he had 16 touchdowns and 1,681 yardage. Um, all right. I love that raging take, dude. That's a good one. I, I could see that happening. So does that mean he's potentially like a number one overall pick in fantasy this year, Justin oh, Jefferson? I, I think he is the number one overall pick. Yeah. yeah. You think that's that's uh, like not debatable? Yeah, I think I think it's the safest way to go, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Love it. All right. So. That about does it for us. As always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, raging takes, just anything you want to talk about. Hit our DMs at Raging Takes on Twitter. You can also send us an email, RagingTakes at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Mantana Sauce. You can follow Kai on Twitter at RTP Kai. Follow Mac on Twitter at It's MacBra. Next week, we'll have more NBA Finals talk. We'll also have Stanley Cup Finals talk. It'll be in the middle of the series for both of them, if you know, barring no sweeps or anything like that. Um, and we will see, I'm sure there'll be some NFL and MLB stuff that pops up in the week too. Um, all right. Thank you guys for joining us and see ya.